It is 1899, the turn of the 20th century. 23 years after the extraordinary British scientist Phileas Fogg went around the world in 80 days, he now seeks to better his own feet, to travel to any seven destinations on the planet, no matter how far within the year. Fogg will then justifiably become the head of the Royal Academy of Science. There's just one small problem. Phileas Fogg is a cad, a philanderer, a murderer, and a monster. Only a small group of dashing heroes know the truth, and only they can stop him in an adventurous race around the world. Sugar-Fueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, presents the world's most wondrous year, a savage world's pulp adventure. Episode 45. So, when last we left you, mm-hmm. you had suffered l- at length through the trials of the wise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, getting maimed most of the party. The That's right. Mm-hmm. Getting horribly maimed and incapacitated. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had come with Guardian Eatu, who's hiding in that cave over there. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she not crazy there? enough to fight thunder no, lizards. Because I'm not doing anything with her, so it doesn't need to be. Okay. Um, she had come to fight the Thunder Lizard, um, who turned out not to be the T-Rex. It was a fake-out cutscene, and you were attacked by Draconicus Rex, the mm-hmm. mighty dragon. Who so Jared says is a dinosaur. It's totally a dinosaur. The academic scientists in your party can confirm this. Just because mm-hmm. Pete's ignorant doesn't mean everyone is. Mm-hmm. Hey, Doctor Pete Strange can... knows all about them. She at yeah. one point wrote a doctoral thesis. Yeah. Which actually makes a lot of sense, given your yeah. sort of mythological background. Yeah, yeah. Because dragons are a mythological monster... The legend of which is based off the actual creature. It's probably no, some sort of a cold background yeah, or something that summoned them all this place. I mean, it makes sense. Like, the Loch Ness Monster is supposed to be based on Elasmosauruses and that sort yeah. of thing. Anyway, um, I'm heartened by the um, reality that um, when I'm not at the table, other people guts things. It's not just me doing anyway, the gutsing. Because so <laughs> it feels like it mostly is me. <laughs> Poor Draconicus Rex, guilty of nothing more than wanting to kill and eat all the Ixinus. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Got shot with a rocket launcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His day has started. Well, it was to- totally worth packing that thing across the entire yeah. entire Savage Lands for. Yeah. Uh, Plus, now we don't have to carry it anymore because we fired it. Yeah. And we come in on the second round of combat. Yes. Dun dun dun. Jonathan. Yes. Sure. Oh yes. Mara. Pete. Doesn't totally suck. Doctor, uh, not Doctor Strange, Rosemary. Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Jonathan's so happy right now. I am. Yeah. Jonathan has all the takes and jokes, and I'm like, yes. Oh, Adam. That's all right. It's we going with the Joker instead. Oh, crud. Oh, because no. it's another head. Stupid dragon. Stupid powers. The dragon's gonna. Yep, we have done it. The dragon's gonna destroy us. Yeah, yeah, we were all Hello, happy. Hello. We have done nothing, we're just starting. Yeah, I'll grab some after I get out my nose. We just did the recap, and um, then the dra- Jonathan drew a joker, and we were all happy, and then the dragon drew a joker. The better joker. <laughs> yeah, the better yeah, the joker. Yeah, the one that goes first. Okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah, tell, yeah, tell the joker makes the black and white. If there is a fight between the two, the colour one wins. Because oh. one has to win, there can only be one. Yeah. Alright, well, well we can move up the scene now that you guys have had some. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Adam's only just started. <laughs> I'll just pretend I'm trying to remember I've had something already. Mr. Dragon's up first, and, um. 
Oh, does he go first or does he wait? Okay. He will hold to interrupt somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Passes to the next person, which is either Jonathan or Rosemary. Uh, I have a plan. Yes. I will oh, see if my plan works. Well, it's probably going to be interrupted by a dragon, but the <laughs> dragon can wait and see what you do first. So that's what he's doing. But the dragon's mouth is open, right? Yeah, it was going... <laughs> So just to remind people, you're all behind a boulder, the dragon's sitting on top of the boulder, Pete's sitting on top of the dragon, and up in the air there are four petrodons craning their wings in ready to dive bomb. Um, I'm going to take the grenade, yep. pull the pin and throw it down the dragon's, into the dragon's mouth. Oh, cold shot. <laughs> that could end very badly for everyone involved. <laughs> um... That is a suggestion that you don't do it. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll buy that. It's merely... Um, Explain why it could end badly. <laughs> because if the dragon if the dragon interrupts you and shuts its mouth first, which yeah. it can because it's got the joker, then the grenade hits everyone in that zone, which will be everyone, dragon included, minus the four petrodons. Petrodons, sorry. That's how it sounds and, it, you know, presumably some of these people are going to move out of the melee, at which point you could throw the dragon, the grenade at a later time. I know you've got the Joker, but if we accidentally blow up everyone, we could well KO the party. Yeah. If you guys don't want me to do it, that's okay, but I think that's probably the best option I have for taking out the dragon. The other one you, wanted to, you can do if you want to ensure that its mouth is open is trick it. Which is um, mm-hmm. which would be a smart trick to attempt to lure, by basically you know running in front of its mouth and waving yeah. at it or some such thing to endeavour to lure it into keeping its mouth open. So that would give you a multi-action so penalty, but if, it would make yeah, your if job you succeed safer. on that, then I will do. The, then the dragon won't be able to shut its mouth. Okay, because mm-hmm. it'll be like, oh, what just happened? So you've got a D eight smarts. Yep. Cool. So you get a. Five, because you've got a minus two for the multi-action, plus two for the Joker. Nice. Yes. Uh, so, I need to look up smart tricks. Smart tricks, smart tricks. Nice. Pretty sure this is opposed. Uh, opposed smarts, yes, so you are opposing the dragon. Are you happy to leave it at your five? Uh, are you happy to leave it at your five, Mirren, before Jared rolls? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. oh, the dragon exploded in the worst way possible. Yep. The dragon rears its mouth back, sees you go like this and goes, <laughs> shuts the mouth. Well, Smart's trick does not succeed. If you wish to throw the grenade anyway, you still can. Or which you can take it. You can take a shot at it because yep. you've got you've taken a multi-action penalty. Yeah, you can do so it. Just take a shot on the grenade. Okay. Do you want a cold shot it? So, just to remind people, because it's been a week, uh, you're at plus four to hit the dragon, because it is enormous. Um, because Jonathan's firing into melee, he's trying to hit its parry. Yep. If you want a cold shot, it's minus four to hit, plus four to damage. And because Pete's on the dragon, and in fact, because everyone's in a chaotic class of like melee, if you roll a one on your skill dice, you shoot somebody else. Yeah. Um, no, I don't want to take a <coughs> cold shot. Okay. Regulation brown shot. 
hit him, you hit him with by miles. <laughs> uh, not actually by miles because it's against the dragon's parry. Yeah, but she's got a plus. Se- she's got seven plus four, so yep. it's at eleven. Yep, it's that's still not by miles. Really? Yeah. Ah, okay, that's worth bearing uh, in mind. At eleven, it is a hit with a raise. Yeah. So, are you using a shotgun here? Yeah, it's the only gun I have. Right, so that's a shitload of... Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I had my rifle, which... No, 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 no this is better. It, it, this it, is better. For specifically what you're doing, this is much more effective. Shotguns yeah. are better at close range. Yeah. Because you're standing in melee with the dragon, this is much more effective. There you go. Shorty, 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 shorty. You can have a dragon with a hole. They're crap of any kind of range, which is why your rifle is better, but the shorty is actually better for, for melee. Yeah. Um, also, that... Um, Rifle is armor piercing too. Oh, nice. So you are too close to it to fire the shotgun because you can only use pistols when you're engaged in melee. Um, You have the option to step back away from it and do this, but it will provoke from it. Uh, And you get plus two to your shooting roll with the shotgun anyway because you fire and go boom! Because she 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 can use a move action without one, one move action without it adding another action. Correct, right? but the dragon will get a swing at her. So you want yeah. to? Yep, the dragon gets a swing at Jonathan. Okay, so you rear up with the shotgun, realize that this thing is right there, and it's going to be able to trivially bat the um, shotgun aside, and it raises its claw up to do so, and you go okay and step back, and it will reverse the claw and bring it down on you. And it rolls a fighting check. But remembers what you got, because that's your sh- sh- shooting roll. Uh, that is a 5 versus your parry. Uh, just hits. Okay. Three, seven. Uh, but that is a... Is 12 versus your toughness. Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> That's uh, 6 over. So as you step back, it goes wang and clips you with its claw, and you ah, stagger away. You are yeah. shaken and wounded. So does that mean Jonathan loses his action? Correct. Oh. Unless you spend a Benny to unshake and continue acting, or unless you spend the Benny to soak the wound and all the shaking. I wonder about doing that. You've got yeah. a few of them, and you've got a nice. Yeah. Shoot, you've got the Joker. You don't want to waste the Joker. Yeah. Um, so, are you making a soak roll? Or? No, just unshake. I'd, I'd make the soak roll. You've got the Joker there anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then you, you could avoid the wound. wound, and you've got a D8 vigor, which is pretty good. Well, I see you wounded anyway. Eh? Yeah. Okay. So. That's it. Yep. So that will succeed. So you step, it claws at you, sort of grabs the shirt, and once again, rip yeah. John. <laughs> Go through more shirts this mm-hmm. way. Did you want some? Then you step back. Then you blast it for 11, plus 2 for the shotgun, um, minus 2 for your multi-action, which still hits with a raise. Now it's 46. Okay. Yeah, that was on the original 11, I think. Yeah. Oh, explosion. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 15, um, 17, 18. Yep. Yeah. 18, and is is that with two armor piercing or no armor piercing? Is the shoddy got armor piercing? Don't think so. No armor piercing. Okay. So, 18 versus toughness? 18, 18, no armor piercing. 
still nice roller. Mm. It is wounded and shaken though, so. Uh, it's not shaken. It's, it's not shaken. and shook. Okay, but it is wounded. It is wounded. It will stagger back. Um, and I'm not quite sure how to best do this. It is shaken. <laughs> Yeah, nice job. It's a sleepy dragon. And it's already used its choker. As you blast it. No, it hasn't actually. Oh, it it's all cold. Yeah. You blast it with the shotgun. It goes, boom! Pellets ripple all over the scales. And the dragon goes, Roar. Nice one. It doesn't have an indefinite number of unshaking bennies. <laughs> all right. Then it gets blacked off. It's <laughs> had enough of that shit. Yep. And it goes off hold and tries to eat Jonathan. Goes off hold. Uh, or possibly try to get Pete off its back. Tries to tries to unshake first. Oh. Uh, unshake, but doesn't act. So yes. So who gets the free penny? Uh, it, no one. It that's white. so ah, good. Cool. But, but yeah, that's what you're saying. No, spending the red one is a white. Yeah, but um, the good news is that you know the, one less penny. Yeah, that was really good effort. Very <laughs> well done. <laughs> It may have been expensive in terms of your bennies, but it was absolutely worth using yeah. it up. It now the dragon's going to bang someone, but you know, one fate point down. Swings its tail around, and tail smashes everyone that's engaged in it with it. Which is everyone but Pete and Jonathan. Damn it. I think spreading out a bit is good as well. It's, yeah. it's time for it to not be able to hit everyone. Yeah. I'm going to move away. Yeah. That was a lot of hurt. Yeah. So that is nine versus everyone's parry. Uh, that's oh, a hit and a raise. When does it become a raise? Four over. So is your parry five? No. Okay, so. So it's so a the question. What's your parry? Um, four. Okay, so your parry is lower than that, so it is a raise. Yep, so um, it just hits Rosemary, it hits Susan and Mara with a uh, Sorry, it hits Officer Strange and Mara with a raise. Yep. So. Do yeah. well, so Rosemary is ignoring the red D6. Okay. 14. Uh, six, 14 for Rosemary, 16 for the other two. <laughs> yeah, it's got lots of strength to go yeah. with this. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, and, no, you're, and you're still wounded. No, 14, so 14, 14 and 12, not, four, not 16 and 14. So when, when does it, it goes up every four? It goes up every four. So what's your toughness? Five. Shaken at five, wounded at nine, not wounded again at um, 13. So two wounds. Oh, no, you were, you were the one taking the raise, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. So it is wounded again at 13, so, so two, two wounds. wounds. Yeah. Mara will be about the same, I imagine. Yep. And so, Rosemary is shaken and possibly one. Um, so you guys I'm might want to attempt to sulk, thank you. Yep. And um, you might want to think about that as well, Susie. Yeah, I can do the whole thing. Vigor. So vigor roll. So um, I'll call this lot. Hang on, well, we'll just, yeah. let, let's. Yeah, let's just, just, you, you'll just be late. Okay, that's a fail. And me? Yep. Oh. Yeah, I think Doctor yeah. Strange is probably best just to take that fail. Yeah, that knocks her out completely, though, doesn't it? No, no. I'm only two wounds. It's one off. It's one off knocked out. Yeah. Oh. But vigor. Oh, your vigor is not that hideous, but they're running a bit low on table fate points. Yeah. Wondering if I should add. That's bad. Mm. Oh well. 
Mara's barely in it. So the dragon swings. Oh, you've got three wounds. Yeah. What is essentially a massive armored tail that would be like getting hit with a tank. The dragon itself weighs 30 tons. Mm -hmm. The tail weighs about four of that. And it goes whang into you with the force of an elephant and crack, crack. Oh, God, it hurts so much. Rosemary. Okay. okay. Um, hang on, um, yeah. Doctor. We're still doing Doctor Strange. Oh, my apologies. Um, so, are you taking the two wounds, Susie? I have to. So you're not re-rolling your vigor check? Well, I've only got the green left. Um, I was just wondering, is there any? Are there any spare fate? Not Adams, obviously. Has anyone got any fate points left? Um, just me. You not You've got this, one. Uh, yeah, I'm the, like this. Oh, got two. Yeah. Point. All right. Yeah. No. Okay. Doctor Strange is taking the two wounds as well. Yeah, I'm that's afraid. what I figured. Yeah, I mean, if you wish to spend the green, then you achieve a minimal success. Or you could spend it on upping your toughness, technically. No. <laughs> okay. So cross off the two wounds. I already have. Yep. Oh, you 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 were. Sorry, my pe- my pencil's very light. There uh, is a, there uh, is a right. slash. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So it was twelve against my toughness. <laughs> yep. What is your toughness? It's six. Okay. Uh, so that's shaken in one wound. Yeah. Um, I'll just so you can make a soak roll, but one no, wound. Just yeah. save your one Benny. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're fighting. You got incapacitated last time. Yeah, yeah but thanks to the magic of Doctor Strange. All right. Yeah, so and the dragon all three. smashes everyone on the tail. And, I know. Uh, pretty shaken. And that is the entirety of what it does. It then sort of stands there and goes, yeah. and spinning around in circles. Mm-hmm. Good thing is my turn next. Yep. I'll finish emptying this if no one else yeah. wants it and then get rid of the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome to empty it. No, My apologies, dear. It's all yours. Then, no. then you can get rid of the bowl. No, you go ahead, sweetie. I'm just entertained by the end. No one oh, else okay. I'll do it. Yep. As long as the bowl goes away so I can see my dragon, I'm happy. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to unshake and try to move away. Yep. Because um, I got this enormous range on this rifle. Mm-hmm. So how far can I move away without penalty? Uh... And so, you're going like stink. So you will provoke from it when you move away from yeah. it, regardless. Okay. It doesn't matter how far you go after that, though. Uh, so okay. you can move... So basically, moving one away from it will move yeah. you back out into the zone. Um, if you choose to move again, you can move again to another zone. You take a minus two penalty to your shooting for a multi-action. But she can't or, shoot no, the anti-tank I'm, gun I'm anyway, so yeah, she can't, she can't shoot it and move but, it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so the other one you can do is run flat out, yeah. which moves you as far as your athletics check plus two for a minimum of at least two zones. Okay. But the first um, thing you need to do is unshake. Unshake. Okay, unshake. Just depending on how that happens. Yeah. Oh. You may not be Yeah. So you can spend your Benny to move, because if you stay in melee with the dragon, this is not going to be a happy outcome for you. Yeah. You do have our good guns, so we do yeah, kind of okay, want okay. you. Okay, okay. So I'm, I'm gonna spend my penny. Yep. And then, and then move. Um, so it's a bloody check um, yep. to see how far I can go, right? Yep. yep. And okay. can she run? You can, in fact, run flat out, given you're not planning on shooting. So that is um, two percent New books that have this in it. But you uh, don't need to roll yet anyway, because you declare your intention to move, and the dragon tries to wang you again. Yeah. Oh, well, right. you might as well run and see, roll and see yeah. how far. Okay. Uh, athletics at plus two. Okay. You move a minimum of two zones, regardless of what you're on. Yep, I succeed. Okay, so dink, dink. Um, but I get, get swung at anyway. Yeah. 
so that will move you out of here. The dragon... Because it's got combat reflexes, doesn't it? That was one of the things Doctor Strange knew about it. No, it doesn't need it in Savage Worlds. Oh, you get right. swing at everyone that disengages from you. Oh, it. sweet. Um, there's edges that can negate that. <laughs> yeah. But no one here has them. Yeah. Oof, uh, that is... That is brutal. Yeah. It's plus two, so that is 11 to hit you. Yeah, he hits me. Against my seven. Yeah. So is it a race? It's not a race. Is it? How uh, much was it? Eleven. Eleven. Seven carry, yes. yes. It's a race. Uh, That's going to take you out, I fear. Yeah. Uh, that is... That is nine versus your toughness. Oh, my toughness is six. So, so she, it shakes yeah. you again. Yeah. So she goes nowhere. Yeah. yeah. As you go to move, the dragon hooks you, right, pulls uh, you back in with his claw, and goes and takes I, a bite at your shoulder. I, I really think you need to get out of melee. Um, if no one's prepared to spend their whites, I will spend my blue on that. Or I can just give her a blue. Well, it doesn't need to be a blue. She only needs to unshake. Well, well I'm not going to use this red, so... Okay. There you go. Whoosh. So the dragon hooks you with its claw, pulls you back in, bites you, you go, ah! Then rip away. It's getting a tear of shirt as well, so we can see a bit of strap, bar, brass strap there <laughs> for our fan endless. service. Then you can run two zones to wherever the hell you like. Um, I, I move, um, so towards that, um, this one? Yeah, that, that rock there, um, sort of go behind the bus. Yep, you want to be behind the cover? Well, sort of, I'll uh, be half cover, I guess. Yep. And yeah, this is this is you leaning out from behind. Yeah. yeah. She sets up the anti tech rifle yeah. so the next turn she can shoot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you, Adam. I know it's expensive, but yeah. you know, soon you'll be unconscious and your fake points will be soon you'll well, be unconscious. Still to other people. Yeah, soon your fake point contribution will be what you bring into the table. Uh then it is Pete, I believe. Uh yes. Okay. Um unless I can shake the dragon so you two can get out of melee range. <laughs> Alrighty, I need my dice. Excuse me here. Little Pete. <laughs> Please, Pete, save her yeah. ass. I know, I know everyone needs saving, but you know, my wrench is only so good, it's not like it's got armor piercing on it. I'm yeah, glad it's a big wrench. It is a big wrench. <laughs> Remember the ballad of Mike Hagar. Uh-huh. I'll drive that dragon. Yeah. Okay. I am called shotting, endeavouring to hit the dragon in the vulnerable spot on the back of its head. Okay, so that will give you a net plus two to hit it, four for its size, minus four, and then two because you are standing on its back. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Ooh, explosion. You do have to hit its parry, but... Alright, eight plus three is eleven. You beat its parry with a raise. I beat its parry with a raise? You do. Excellent. And then I have a plus four. So you bring the wrench down, you smash the dragon on the back of the skull, and it goes... Stop speeding up my friends! (laughs) Okay, so you're adding a d6 for this, and then a four, extra four on top of the damage. Uh, yes. So, um, yeah, so strength plus d, so strength, hang on, strength plus d8 is a d8, no, 2d8, and then an extra d6, and, and then plus an 4. four. Yep. Okay, so that's 18. Wang! Get the dragon to shake it again. Yep. Just shaking or Just shaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a tough dragon. <laughs> it's going to be yeah, hard to work. It's a dragon. Yeah, but um, the point is, it's, it's KO'd, so yeah. you guys can get, you two can get the, try and unshake and get the frack yeah. out of its melee. Yeah. 
Remember, we get plus one point check. Uh, no, you're not. In the, you're not standing next to them anymore. Oh, damn it, not in the same zone. Yeah, but you needed to get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Susan, Tell these guys here to fuck off. Well, I think what you should do first off is get several zones away. Yeah, but I, I have to be a, within one zone of them to be able to do the talking to the animals thing. I think if you're in the same zone as them, they'll pick you as their dive bomb target. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would just I would just come over here or over here. Well, I'd be going to either here or here. Yeah, so yeah spread, 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 spread the targets. Okay, yeah. um, so do the athletics. Yeah, so uh, you know that won't, that won't work on the dragon because it's not a creature with animal intelligence. Okay. Not that you're trying it on the dragon anyway, I'm just telling you. Um, so not work, it won't work on the dragon, but... Because the dragon has humanoid level intelligence. Yeah. The petrodons are just petrodons, though. Okay, how, what's the range on the talk to the animals thing? Uh, line of sight. Anywhere you can see them. Oh, okay. So, yep, so do it. I mean, run, run away, run then away. talk to the animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, because you talk to them with your <coughs> mind and your magic, so they don't actually have to necessarily be able to hear you. Yeah. Okay, so... I'd um, probably penalise you for so trying some incredibly complicated shenanigans. Are you just going to run this turn and talk to the animals next turn, or are you going to try and do both in the same round? Because you've already got quite a nasty yeah, penalty on the wound, nice. so I'd be inclined to say just see how far you can get and, and okay. do other things next round. Because your immediate goal is don't get eaten by a dragon. Yeah. So are you running flat out? Yeah, I okay. think so. Athletics are plus two. Okay. Uh, three plus two is four. Oh, no, it's minus two, so that's... Failure. Yep. Because you are running flat out, uh, you move one zone, uh, plus an additional one even without any successes. Two zones zones out. You've done one, then two. two. So I'm in that zone now. Are you going to bowler? I'm in the danger zone. Uh, Technically, you don't get to the bowler zone because you have to move out of this bowler zone into this area and then into here. So you're just here. You can be kind of generically behind the bowler, you're just not in the bowler zone. The danger zone. Yeah. Yeah. But but you are far from the dragon. Hmm? Well done. Then Mara. I'm in a different direction oh, from the dragon. Of the dragon. I, however, its tail lash becomes rapidly useless. Um, yeah, you'll have to actually do other fighting attacks. Right. Also, it can't keep on shaking forever. I'm going to try, try and keep shaking it, and it can't keep on shaking forever because Jared doesn't have an indefinite amount of fate points. Wait, is that pile all yours? No, this is the spare one. That's right. Yeah. Dragon's got the two blue. Right. Or the, rather, the table has, has the, the two blue. blue. Yeah, the, the GM's entire monster's left. Alright, so turn over your fake points. Mm. And nice one. Yeah. Good fleeing. Mahara, you hurt like, <laughs> like something just bashed your ribs with a giant D12 strength club. Oh, Mahara. <laughs> yeah. So unshake first. Um, I, w- I would have taken. Yeah, but you might as well find yeah. out if you do because there's no <laughs> sense plot- plotting your actions if you don't. Nope. Yeah. She has two wounded. Are uh, you going to spend your last penny to unshake? No. It's yep. not worth it. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty heavily winded by this. Yep. And the. 
On the other hand, there is some hope that now that the dragon can't hit three people at once, it will focus yeah, on Pete. Forgetting about his minions, the yep. on seeing Pete on the dragon's back, yep, having folded up, ready for their dive bomb. <laughs> Start dive bombing on the dragon's back, trying to hit Pete. Sweet. So this is four of them making attacks. They are using their amazing special ability, which is effectively they fold up one turn and charge the next. Yep. So that would be five is the best hit there, which will miss. Yep. There's no gang up bonus. Yeah, but I don't think they're ganging up. But it is a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah they are in fact ganging up. Oh, first yeah. one isn't. Right. So because I'm doing them in order. First one dive bombs Pete yep. and goes. I'm just rolling the dice yep. largely at the same time. Yeah. First one dive bombs Pete and goes thunk into him and Pete dodges away. It just kind of hits the dragon's yep. back and bounces off. Second one goes dive bomb, bang, there's now two of them around you. Sweet. Third one dive bombs you, they would be getting gang up bonuses, but you have to bring it on. So yes! Yeah. Uh, I'm so glad that's your Thank you, yeah. Susie. Uh, Very good point. Seven is the best there. Uh, the seven will hit my parry. Okay. Yeah. So, four petrons <laughs> also <laughs> dive into the melee zone on the dragon's back and are standing around, that's flying a around. So they haven't actually landed on the dragon's back per se. They've just dive bombed down there. Now, now you have my total permission to throw a grenade into the zone. Yes. Now it's just Pete, oh, the Mara's and Mara. Mara. Yeah, but Mara's going to get incapacitated. Mara's going anyway. <laughs> to get incapacitated by something. Experience the awesome power of eight petrodon damage. Okay, that equals my toughness. No, it doesn't. Because oh. they aren't they counted as a swarm? No, uh, okay. four separate creatures. Okay. Yeah. So I am. Um, the, it's the, the swarm bonus is because swarms don't gang up on you. Swarms just deal you damage automatically. Okay. So bring it on instead of giving you a bonus to prevent the swarm hitting you. Gives you toughness that effectively makes it. Because the, the swarm is the swarm bug just goes nang all over you and eats you. Like those lovely flesh eating scarabs in Egypt. Yeah. Okay, so you dodge three of them, and the final one goes bang and hits you on the chest, and you're Ugh. Yep, and I am shaken. <laughs> yeah. Which we'll just kind of have to remember. We've yep. got a lot of things sitting on that chest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Alright, so um, there we are. So th- there we go, people. That, th- uh, I, uh, you may not appreciate it because of your horrible wounds, but I did tank for you. <laughs> uh, the dragon has done it. It was a great tank because there was another tank around. that anyone else could have done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I kind of feel like I'm doing a better job tanking when my vulnerable party members aren't getting killed. <laughs> At least one more of those would have hit you without putting it on. Yeah. Possibly two of them. Yeah, that yeah. would have that would have taken me out. Okay, guys, with the benefit of hindsight, I think we should have spent a week in the village. If I realised it was going to be a dragon, I'd have said, take the delay, Marcus, spend a week in the village. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, but if we survive this, we'll know what it is. Uh, we're not surviving this. <laughs> Pete. Oh. Rosemary? Hang on. Are those your dice or my That's dice? That's not my belt. Uh, I, I believe think... they're mine. Yeah, I don't think anything actually. Dragon on two <laughs> and an ace. Oh, oh I hate little header. It's only cool when it's Rosemary has it. It's not cool when our enemies have it. Petronon's on eight. Okay, we might still live through this. Possibly less Pete, but other people. <laughs> Some of us have death defiance. Yeah. Is going yeah, it's not like we can even see Mara under all that. And shake. Which it fails at. Oh. It has a minus one wound penalty. So Pete smashes it on the back of the skull. You see its eyes cross and it sort of lowers it in. 
rocks back and forth slightly. That's what it's spinning its round doing. Excellent. Oh, oh Shoot, it. <laughs> Shoot it! Shoot it! Alright, so that's the dragon. Favorite <laughs> <over>. grenades! <laughs> it is a tasty snack. Uh, yep, that is the dragon. Yes! Yep. Alright, and, and then rifle. Rosemary. Rosemary. I'm going to shoot it. Okay. So well, I do have one wound, and um, yeah, my, my shooting is in the back right. Jared was about to say something. Yep. Uh, it's don't roll ones on your skill dice because you're shooting into melee. Oh no. On the other hand, it's your rods are pretty slim, but yeah, just do your best. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Success. Well, you got a four. Yes. Four. Yeah. Four. yeah. So remember, there's a plus four on that. So, so eight. What, what does that give your grand total of? Nine. Eight. It's still a hit with a raise. <laughs> so we see Rosemary sitting behind the boulder, sort of shucks the enormous rifle against her shoulder. There's a boom, and her shoulder goes gook gook, yeah. and the granite rock it's, it's, of it's muscles. That's how you realign your shoulder once a week. 2d10 plus a d6. 2d10 plus a d6, and it's got four armor piercing on it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, four oh dear. Yes. <laughs> and it's already shaken. Let's get the problem. Oh yes! Yeah, wait. I would do one. That's a terrible roll. Uh, so ten, ten, ten with two armor piercing, with, with four, four armor, armor piercing. piercing. Yeah, uh, oh, that will terrible. do nothing to it. There is a bang, okay. and the bullet hits its scales and shifts yeah, off. Yeah, that was a terrible roll. Yeah, uh, but remember that it's hardy; it can't be wounded again by being shaken twice. Yeah, yeah so. It, it's yeah. Still, you can do a lot. You hit it fine, and you can do a lot better than that. You're, doing, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're getting fine. used to the rifle, so you do hit it, but it mostly goes wide, just kind of clips the very edge of it. Remember yeah. that your job is to be the one that yeah. survives when the rest of us get killed, so we can still win the encounter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're the one with the best chance of killing the dragon. You just stay out there and keep shooting the dragon. I should actually spend some point on shooting next time. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Peter, yeah, martial arts. Yeah. Peter's shaking, remember? Uh, yes. So Peter's going to try and unshake. Alright. Peter's yes. going to unshake an act. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's Pete going to do? Um, well, you know, hitting a dragon with a wrench is pretty good times, but the dragon's already shaken, and my chances of hitting it with the KOing it with the wrench aren't very good. So I'm going to hit one of these fucking little bat fly things that are all thoughtfully sitting in melee with me. Yep. <laughs> so you're having like because yeah, I can totally kill them with you, a wrench. You haven't you haven't got sweep or frenzy or anything. No. Yeah. Alas, no. I could hit all four of them if I had sweep. Oh, sweep! Sweep, you'd hit all five of them. Oh, sweep! Because you hit everything that's engaged in melee. With yeah. Does that include awesome. me? No. Okay, um, it doesn't matter that I got a one of my skill sitting dice. on top of the dragon. Alright, so that's a five to hit a random, uh, that one. Yep, you beat him with a club. Yeah. Sweet, okay, and then I roll 2d8. It's a very cool roll. Oh, oh dear. What? It's a whole bottom dinosaur. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Bang! Yeah, yeah. Crash! Smack! Yeah. The Petrodon falls off the dragon's back and lies on the ground. That, that was very effective. I'm probably going to keep doing that. Well, I'll probably shake the, try and shake the dragon if the dragon's KO'd. But while the dragon's shaking, I'm going to keep killing Peridons. Yeah. Peridons, Tim. Alas, but there's one less of them now. And it took four of them to injure me last time. Gark! Gark! They will fly away from Pete. That's very thoughtful of them. I'm going to hit another one in the head. Yeah. <laughs> 
believe. Unless they don't provoke because they have dinosaur powers. No, no, they do provoke. They but do they all powers. provoke? I'm just trying to remember if. Because um, they're all disengaging. Oh, well, that's a good question. Uh, yeah. Uh, extraction is you can retreat. But they you can only hit more than they don't. Because it's the same as the dragon. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I have got this right that you have endless numbers of attacks of opportunity because the only <laughs> thing that provokes is moving away from you. Sweet. But they're, they're, they're Instinctual. dumb yeah. dinosaurs. One of them goes down, the rest of them fly out. Okay, first first dinosaur is a uh, <laughs> success with a raise. Yep, you hit it, you probably kill it. Okay, so first dinosaur success with a raise. Second dinosaur success with a raise. Yep. Third dinosaur uh, is a nine. Is that a success with a raise? It is not. Okay, so two successes with a raise and then just one re- Okay, so rolling the first first dinosaur damage is... Um, yeah, that's yep. That's an explosion right there. Second dinosaur and damage... Explosion. And third dinosaur, just the regular damage, is... Um, Eleven. <laughs> oh my god. I, I think <laughs> just falls me the I feel hard. These things are not tough. They have hollow bones, they have a toughness of three. Oh, he yeah. doesn't care. He's, yeah. heading, he's doing a so oh, run. Pete, the three of them all take off, and in one majestic home run, you go, boom, smash into one of them, hit it, it smashes into the next <laughs> one, which smashes into the third one. All three of them go, and you hear Mara say from double up, a triple play. <laughs> strike one, strike two, strike three. You're out. Pete smashes yeah, right into his hand. Do not take the risk of their action. What was being dead and all. Okay, guys, I, I feel better about this now. Doctor Strange. Holy fuck! You yourself. Um, yeah, yes. I think, I think I, Oh, can, can you do the magic one? Yeah, that's what I was going to do. Yeah, I was going to do, do magic healing. Do it. yeah. a single action. Um, cause, like, yeah, because that's the point of the magic I'm healing. Not gonna, I'm not going to be very helpful yeah, to you guys yeah, yeah. with two words. healing. Duration instant, yep. So how many power points have you got left? Um, I have 16. Oh, sweet. So we'll eat 10 of them. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you know, you, you won't be KO'd anymore. You won't be just about KO'd anymore. Yeah, well, this is the only way I can heal myself, so, yeah. um, so, D8 and D5, um, shiny dice, mm-hmm. okay, um, so that's, uh, 15. Minus your wound penalty. Minus 2 is 13. Okay, which is still successful with a raise, yeah. which will remove two of your wounds. Sweet! Yes. I am healed! <laughs> nice! <laughs> Most of her fat points and all of her wounds. <laughs> Maybe I should Next be Ancient powers, heal me. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know what my character does for this. Um, she's she, um, uh, she probably like drops to her knees and, and raises her hands to the skies with her cat. Thomas, tell me what I must do. Suddenly, Thomas pops out with some bandages and throws on me. <laughs> Or well, something, I don't know, Thomas drops something out from some sort of place all the, later. All energy in this land. Mm. Feel the spirits of the earth beneath you. Yes. Wow. You sound like Yoda. Uh, <laughs> John always yes. sounds a bit like Yoda. He's a little squeaky cat. Yeah. I, I'm just remembering the old Defenders of the um, Earth cartoon with the Phantom. Yeah. Ancients of the jungle, give me the strength of ten tigers. I yeah. need, we call cool. for the, the power, power of the ancients to battle our foes. Uh, question, do I get to move Sorry, my space for free? Uh, yes, if you so choose. 
Yep, Jeez. you are. Bloody <laughs> bloody ball. <laughs> Sweet. I'm done. That's me. Okay, Mara. Come on, unshake. Yeah. Yeah. I'm shaking, run. Ooh, that's lovely. I'll point out you can move even while shaking. You can? Yeah, it only stops you taking actions, not oh, the sweet. actions. Oh, sweet. That's worth bearing in mind. Yeah. Anyway, that's unshaken act, no worries. Yeah, no, it isn't. It's seven. Because of the wounds. Yeah. Eleven minus three. Well, just three run. Oh, eight. So, yes, you're yeah. right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she can move. Oh, oh, oh God. My we are denting pain. Run, run, flat, run flat out. That'll yeah. get you two zones out of range. At least. Yeah. Even if you fail, which you probably will, it'll get you two zones. Yeah. Or push it aside or something. <laughs> yeah. Spread that. Split the party! <laughs> you possibly be planning. Don't you know you never split the party. There Unless is, a dragon has a cleaver. Mara's not going to run. Oh my oh, god. Mara, Mara. She is the toughest 10 year old in all creation. <laughs> Adam, the player is stubborn. Uh, just, just remember, all your, magic, all, your, all your weird science rolls are going to be at minus 3. I know this. But I am going to try for a caustic summoning. A what? A six, paying 6 power points to summon a water. Dice, don't betray me now. You are not your dice's friend if you summon this. Explosion. Good guys, just look at those explosions. Success with a race. It's a hardy one. Yes, Mr. Middle Dude. And the Sentinel comes forth from the Age of Heroes. Saint George appears. (laughs) Saint George. Dr. Moreau somewhere cries about <laughs> destroying the time through. Um, I still got my free movements because no one's engaged. Also, yep. After D2. So, D2. And now, my St. George will take a swing at him. By all means. So, he's not a thingy, so. He gets a gang up bonus? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Pizza on the dragon. Pizza on the dragon. Wait. Dragon, dragon. Lots of dragon. dragon. <laughs> Beats up a dragon. Okay. So he's easy to hit, so that's uh, plus four, was it? Yes, yeah, but you can plus call, five to hit. Currently. You can call shot. Call shot will take you down four again. Okay. For four damage. Four damage. Yeah, we need that damage. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So if you. Yeah, because if if you if you hit, otherwise you're just not going to hurt him. So you might as well. The theory is with a thing this big, you, when you're hitting it, you're usually hitting it with raises. Yes. That's only a seven. That will hit its parry without a raise. Oh, nice. So, got the plus four, which means I do. Let's see. Its, it's defenses are pretty damned awesome. Its parry is actually, you know, pretty high, but it's not that high. It's not eight. So, that's a d10, a d12, plus seven. Right. Getting AP on that? Uh, shouldn't be. Yeah. No, it's just a greatsword. Uh, so, there's AP one. Oh. I believe. Uh, not in my notes. Is the D10 damage weapon? Yep. Then it's AP1. Woohoo! Is that by default? Yep. Right. Double handed D10 weapons are piercing ones. Less because they're designed to be and more you just hit the thing with so much force. Oh, 17. Okay. Oh, that was a 17? Yep. And AP1. With the AP1? That is enough to wound it again. Yes! yes. Oh, yes. my yes. God, Saint George! Yes. Yes. Saint George! Does he or doesn't is he? Is he going to soak it? Uh, 
Yeah, so it's got still would affect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Put that in the bag, wherever it is. Oh, and Adam gets a fake point. That's oh, that's worth it right there. Yeah. The whole thing and let's push it hard, man, but... No, actually, technically, Gumpy gets a fake point. Okay, I'll give it to Gumpy. <laughs> uh, right, then it makes it from fake check. This is going to be ugly, but it can't regenerate the wounds. It wounds except for the one oh. that's just taken. That is ugly. That's a four. It's not going to succeed because uh. that rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps coming back. So yeah, does it want to spend coming. good money after bad, or is yeah. it going to take? The yeah, it wants to spend good money after bad. Oh. Uh, gets another draw from the back. No, those uh, no, are no, it's increasing its roll. Oh right, yeah. you get a you get a draw when it makes a if it makes a successful so roll. Yeah. Essentially, because it's negating the effect of your attack. Yeah. So it boosts its roll by. Yeah, but, but in that case, you, you, you use a blue as a blue. Doesn't using a, oh, it's a blue, not red. Yeah, Never yeah. Mind. and it doesn't matter anyway. It yeah. only needs one to get up to success. So yeah, I don't yeah. know what to do with the chip. Yeah. So it stands so, up. Or no, it, it remains shaken because it's shaken from another source. Oh. But it, so, it doesn't take a wound. St. <laughs> George cleaves into it with the greatsword, and the dragon rears back at the last second, instinctually knowing what this attack <laughs> is going to be from its forefathers. It goes, oh shit, it's St. George! And what looks like it might have been a deadly blow to the heart just scratches it across the chest. But it burnt two bennies and yep. gave him one. Yeah, Girl, St. George, go. No. Yay, St. George. Okay. <laughs> This is what saints are for. <laughs> now everyone's out. I'm going to throw the grenade into the mouth. Into the mouth. Yep. yep. Do you, you catch your grenade? Do you want to try and trick it again to ensure no one else gets hit by it, or do you just want to chuck it? Just want to chuck it. Okay. Yeah, Pete's okay with this. Okay, so you need to make a shooting check to hit the right area. And Gumpy can suck it up. Gumpy tardy. Uh, however, you'll do this with the copy of Yeah. Yep. You throw the grenade at the enormous 30-ton target. Boom. So what is the damage? Uh, I believe it's 3d6. I'll just have a squizzy. Do you need more d6? Nope. I have, like, 6d6. You prepared your, your whole entire life for this moment, did you? <laughs> well, Jonathan used all the explosives. <laughs> right. So, this is probably largely irrelevant. When the grenade gets thrown, people can pick it up and try and throw it back. The dragon <laughs> is not bright enough to do that. It's, yeah. also, it's also shook. Yeah, yeah but still... Um, Technically, Pete or St. George could as well, but one assumes they do not wish to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dink, 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 dink. Boom! 3d6. Uh, you can't raise on it because it's an area effect attack. Okay. So Nor can you call shot with a grenade. 11. <laughs> Unsurprising. It's a 11 damage. Yeah. I don't know that they have huge armor piercing. No, they do not have armor piercing. So the grenade goes tink, 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 tink against it and goes boom and explodes over everyone in there. So that is 11 damage versus everyone there. Pete's shaking. Pete's shaking. Sweeping on the dragon. St. George is mildly abused. Oh. (laughs) Oh, He's got a toughness of 14. Oh my god. There's a reason he can only have these guys for three rounds and then they go away again. Is that a full play tunnel or something? Uh, he's size three. <laughs> he's huge. Sweet. Yes, he's he's not bigger than the dragon, but he's big. <laughs> okay. And that's everybody. That's everyone. Yep. 
positive with it. <laughs> Try again. Everyone gets an empathy check. Uh, everyone is at minus two except Pete and Jonathan. Sorry, uh, Mara and Jonathan. Uh, Pete. Nope. Pete fails. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Pete's trying to shake out the ringing in his ears. This dragon is a criminal. No, 13 because I'm wounded. Yeah. Okay. So, Rosemary, you're actually relatively close to the tunnel here. You can see this bundle of feathers and this little face watching in here. Where this is where Guardian Artu is hiding. The person who is here to judge your um your how you are combating oh, the bundle yeah. wizard. Uh, she seems exceedingly impressed. Thirteen. Uh, you should see with a raise. Yeah. Okay. As far as she's she she is nodding away. She seems very impressed by what you've accomplished here. As far as she's concerned, you're done. You, you have already succeeded in the test. You have gone now three rounds with the dragon. Uh, moreover, you have actually wounded it <laughs> and shaken it multiple times. This is more than she was expecting you to do. Sweet. Okay. She did, she did say the test was to face the thunder wizard, not to beat it. <laughs> that said, if you want to, it's all up to you. Uh, and Mara's first one up. Yep. So first things first, he's going to take another sweep. Plus one. That's ten. Uh, yep, it, it will hit with a raise. There's no point re-rolling it. Excellent. So that's d10, d12, plus seven again. Hang on, where's the d6 for the raise? Was it a raise? Yes. Oh, thank you. It's got a grand parry of seven. So because you exploded on that at least 11 it's really a d10 <gasps> and a d12 strength of d12 yep with um, a d10 weapon it's really strong yeah but like, that, the, like the dragon is really strong yeah that was a poor roll yeah though. that is only a um, 13 yep that is not going to scratch it damn mm-hmm or rather, it is going to scratch it, but it's but it would it. shake it. It would shake it if it wasn't shaken, but as it's shaken, no, it wouldn't shake it. Ah, okay, mm-hmm. okay, and Mara, run away. Yeah, run she's away. going to move back another square. Yep. Okay, Jonathan. I've got my shotgun. Yep. I'm pretty sure it's going to be better than the machete. Yep, because it's a shotgun, it's one or two on the skill dice, and you're adding plus two to hit with it. So do you want to call the shot this? Boom! Oh yes. That was a six. Yeah, very well. Hits with a raise. Yeah, and then 46. Boom! Oh. The shells bounce off again. Mm-hmm. And sooner or later you're going to rock some good numbers yeah. on those D6s and some explosions yeah, and then it's Remember, you can gang up on damage if you so choose. But, um... Yeah, I... I, 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 I we're so, making lots of separate attacks. Yeah, sooner or later somebody's going to roll a nice high number. Uh, and we'll oh, it's bring the tail for this party. 
Okay, the, and it the is dragon. the dragon that's going to try and unshake you. Shake it off, shake it off. And he has no pennies. <laughs> Did it fail to unshake? Yeah, it does. Failed. It has no pennies left. Sweet. It rolled a one and a two. Good for it. Yeah, its damage in hitting has been awesome, its unshaking has been poor. Yeah. Despite having a D10 spur and a wild dice. Yeah. And Pete is going to try and unshake. Okay. Uh, Pete does not unshake. Yep. Well, he rolls around on the back of the dragon, it's never managed to take off with Pete on its back, certainly. So, mm-hmm. Bloody so, with some. Yeah. Uh, dragon's out. It's Doc Strange. Um, uh, can I hold my action and see what happens? Sure can. Rosemary. Well, I might, um, I might just, um, is it, uh, um, talking considers an action? No. It's a free action to shout out whatever. Okay, I'll, I'll sing to the, um, XMS. Did we pass the test? You are impressive. You fight well. At any time, your trial is done. No one has done so much damage to the Thunder Lizard in quite some generations. Nice. Generations. So everyone would have heard that? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um... Fighting retreat. Yeah. You can take another pot shot if you want. And then take a pipe one. Yeah, it's, um, maybe you've got the command and you could say, fall back on me, and then everyone can, you, everyone can head to yeah. where you are. Yeah, I mean... We are kind of winning. Don't get greedy. Yeah. Do do a fighting retreat. Keep shooting at it's it. Yeah. It, it's up to you. If you want information from the GM here, I can give it to you. So, you, as far as Guardian Artu is concerned, you have passed your test entirely. If you want to kill a dragon, that is an extraordinary accomplishment that is worth more XP to you. Ooh. But does come with the potential for you all being stomped horribly into a pulp. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. this thing is fierce. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's got plenty of attacks it hasn't used. They, they did not send you out here with any expectation that you would just tromp it and kill it. Yeah, yeah. I say fight and retreat. Yeah, just keep shooting at it. Keep yeah, but yeah. I mean, among other things, it's going to be a while until Pete and Chaos can get off its damn back. So yeah, exactly. But well, um, that's it, what I was thinking, is to, so that you guys can get out of the way. Yeah, I'll, I'll shoot like, it. Shooting it, and I'll also shout at every bombie who will retreat. Yeah. Yep. Boom. Okay. So fire at Pete. Ooh. Sooner or later, someone's going to fire. Yeah. Hit it with a raise. It's ten. Yeah. Yep, 2d10 plus d6. Okay. Boom. Candy dice. Come on, dice, please. This time. Nine. Boom. Why? That's it, what? Yes, Doctor Strange, um, you've still no. got an action. Doctor Strange, you, you, retreating? Yeah. you can, depending on what you want to do. You can use your action this round, or you can simply sit on the card and hold action, which well, puts you in I, able to interrupt wherever. Yeah, I think I might might hold a little bit longer. Does it mean I get to yeah, keep, keep it? Keep your card. Okay. Keep it tapped. Yeah, so like, I'll probably start retreating. Oh, uh, sweetie, did you shuffle the jokers back in? Uh, yes. Yes. But that was a couple of rounds ago. Okay, that's right. I'm just checking, because there seems to be a huge pile of cards there. Yeah, yeah. we're running through, um, yeah, 11 true. a turn. Yes. Sorry, um, 6 a turn. Yeah, yeah, very true. Uh, more actually, yeah. Okay, and you round. Yep. Yep. So, um, what's your plan at this point? Are you bolting? Um, I think we are finding retreating, so we're taking swings at it as people start to try and okay. move out of its range. Because your, your two choices are effectively you can say, "Okay, we're booking." 
at which point you have two options to go out on. Yeah. Um, you can concede the conflict, at which point you have to give something up, but not a lot, because you you are... Um, I wouldn't say you're necessarily winning this, but you're at, at, at least tying the dragon for who's winning it. Um, so that's a, a relative... You can give a relatively light concession. You can bolt off and turn it into a chase instead. Um, oh, but that... Or I wouldn't. Or you can do the fighting retreat where we stay in combat and you crawl slowly off the map. I said fighting retreat. Um, I'm happy with fighting retreat or chase. What's your concern about chasing him? He doesn't have very high agility. Yeah, especially with the penalties, I'd be slowing everyone down. But isn't it just you just have to make a certain number of successes? It doesn't matter who makes The group has to make a certain number of successes. So I'll be dragging us down. Chasers. Blah, 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 blah. You, a chase ends when a certain amount of rounds run out. Um, if the dragon catches you, everyone gains fatigue level and it starts combat again, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you escape the dragon, obviously, that is the end of it. Um, chases with many participants. Um, blah, 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 blah. Did I actually write? I'm sure I wrote this down. Um, it is... It's essentially the, it's essentially whoever's getting the highest of all the people involved determines it for the group. Yeah. So if Pete gets twenty successes, then the group will run away. Yeah. If you know Mara gets the most on eight and the dragon gets nine, then it catches the entire group. So um, it, so Mara wouldn't be slowing us down. No, so. Mara will not be slowing you down. Yeah. You got this. I got this and that's your routine. Mara's stubborn, but she'll follow Pete's lead. Yeah. Mm. Um, so over to you guys as a group, basically. To uh, I'm happy with either. I think either will be fun. I, I think we take risks with either. Chases can be risky, but so is actually getting out of melee. What if I don't unshake for two rounds and the dragon unshakes next round? You know, what if... Um, what happens um, if if it really starts to warp uh, us? I, I think chase might be better. Oh, there is. I did write it down. Uh, the highest single total of successes and raises is checked. If, Mon- if fleet-footed Montana Smith runs down the escaping ninja, it's assumed the rest of his party catches up with him. <laughs> so um, I would suggest going to a chase, but I'm okay with a fighting retreat if that's best. People would rather do that. It does mean you can have a crack at killing the dragon on the way out. I don't know, I've been rolling pretty crap, so I'm not that confident. Okay, I think, let's put it to a vote. I vote Chase. I'm happy with Chase. Adam votes Fighting Retreat. Yep. I'm happy with either, because I can't contribute a huge amount to shooting things. Okay, Doctor Strange is uh, either way. How does a song work? Like, can we possibly just let the someone fight for a little bit to buy us time? Well, it's got another two yep. more rounds. That's what I've it? been doing. That's what I've been doing. I've been oh, having one fight. more round. Yeah, but so I can keep it going. If we possibly uh, fight and retreat, and we can actually make a decent distance while the um, someone is occupying the dragon, mm. so you. Okay, let's keep it. It sounds like there's as much an appetite for a fighting retreat as a chase. Yeah, let's yeah. stay in initiative. This dragon has annoyed us. Jonathan Mara. Pete. Rosemary on 10. And we can Stranger always, doesn't need a card. And we can always Dragon make does. a... Um, uh, 
yeah, so Dragon will be three and nine and take the nine. Because um, the, um, you know, if, 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 we, if we start really getting killed, we can always offer a concession to escape. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, although your, your concessions get worse. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we can offer, we yeah. can offer a meteor concession to us. Mara. Go, St. George, kick his ass. Yeah. That's a nine. Uh, hits without a raise. It's always possible you get three explosions. Still, that's going to be a nice plus seven. That is 16 plus seven makes 23. Okay, and AP1, so it's effectively 24. Yep, makes 23. It's effectively 24. (gasps) And it's a piercing one. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I find it easier to just add the damage to it rather than worry about which bits are arm or not. So the dragon gets Ooh. shaken again, which is relevant to it, and then wounded. Oh, yes. well done, Adam. St. George. So St. George ducks under it and drives the sword up into his chest and roar! With one more points to an additional. No. Okay. And then. Um, Mara's going to take. Uh... Uh, nor can you spend bennies to add to damage unless you've got the edge that lets you do it. Oh. Fair enough. One's Yep. Yeah. Get closer to that So that way is more canyon, right? Like yeah, yeah. There's canyon going in endless. Yeah. So endless would you just exit? Either, either direction. Or. But let's go this yeah. way because we can. Yeah, we, we, people yeah. can retreat past Rosemary and her gun. Yeah. Rosemary. Can Speaking of Rosemary and her gun. My turn. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna. Rosemary's got a gun. I'm going to shoot again. She's the lucky one. Actually, I'm not gonna. Move onto everyone's kind of passing. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, I'm good idea. Boom. <laughs> four you. plus four is eight. You do not. I uh, believe you're wounded as well. Yeah. So you, know, you will not get a raise on that. You yeah. still have it. Oh, oh I still have it. Difficulty four. Okay. Plus Those four really on your just, roll. Um, yeah, because she's she she's not shooting it. She's not in melee. She's far away, so she gets yeah, down and forward. Well Explosion! Come on. Ten. Yep. This would totally be. uh, Some of these would have been shaking the dragon. It's just that it's already shaking. Yeah. Yeah, If it wasn't hardy, it would be much easier to kill it. Yeah, but that's kind of how hardy works. Alrighty, and it is the dragon. Yeah, Doctor Strange. Remember, you can jump in at any point here. Just sing out when you want to. Yeah. Can you heal anyone? No, she's used all the power points. Yeah, not not with magic. It's going to unshake this time. Yes, it is. Oh, crap, unshaken act. Here we yep. go. <laughs> Shaking Pete on its back. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's upside down. St. George is ready for that. <laughs> What's the dragon going to do here? Uh, could lightning breath somebody? Could improve frenzy somebody? Thank you for all moving out of its melee range, guys. Well, but no. it is sick of getting horrible mauled. It flies into the sky. Whack! Yeah. Come on, baby. Yeah. Oh, I have to do a shake here. Yeah. Gotta hit me first. Yeah. What the four? Oh, I'd say like George has got a Benny. <laughs> yeah, reroll. Seven. Eight is still technically ganging up on it. Yep. Eight. So you hit it. <laughs> okay. so it's not flying yet. 
It's, it, it flies up, you know, half a meter into the air as Can't George imagine, takes so. a swing at it. Eight, the eight's not no, a race. Absolutely no, absolutely not. I don't think so. It was barely a hit. <laughs> wow, that sucks. That's Why? 12. Uh, that is not enough to shake it. It oh, flies oh, into the air. It's okay, it's okay. And Pete, yep, as it, the dragon takes off, yep. uh, you now get your choice. Because all it is doing at this stage is flying, rather yep. than endeavouring to actually shake you, uh, you get your choice of agility or survival at plus two to hold on and keep riding it, basically. Okay, um, I want an alternative plan. Okay. I don't want to be riding it anymore. Okay, you want to fall mm-hmm. off? I want to fall off. Okay. You, then you may freely choose to fail. Yep. Um, in that case, you may actively try and roll with it because you're not trying to hang on to the dragon. Yep. You fall. Uh, you roll with it. This is now an agility check to see how much of the fall you can soak. You will probably soak all the damage anyway, given you're falling such a short distance. It's, um, so that's a single success on okay. agility. You land on your feet. So we... When we started this combat, I was planning to fly with the dragon when it took off and survive the fall and shit, but considering we're running anyway, where I need to be is off the dragon. The dragon goes... I, I am still shaking, however. The dragon goes up into the air, out of melee range with everyone. Mm-hmm. Screw you, dragon. Yeah. Come back and fight it's like a lizard. Yeah. Uh, and it will... On the other hand, I think Rosemary might still be able to hit it with the anti-tank. <laughs> yeah. It's still, it's got enormous range. Uh, can't, can't affect you both. Flies. One zone. It's a perfect, zone, perfect size for that dragon. Too. Yeah. Flies one zone up, and I think it will actually blast St. George, who's pissing it off. <laughs> <laughs> Bolts of lightning arc out of its mouth and strike all over him. Yep. Uh, agility roll at minus two. Agility at minus two. Please hold. Yeah. I'm betting the old agility is probably not all that impressive. Minus two, eh? Yeah. Three. Okay. <laughs> so he gets hit for ten, twelve. Sorry, five. Because that's considered a magic power, isn't it? That breath. Uh, yes, it is. So five. Okay. So what's the thing? It's um... arcane bond. Sentinels have plus two to resist arcane or mad science powers from anyone other than the summoner. Yeah, it is functionally an arcane power. Okay, so five. Right, three becomes. Okay, so then it. <laughs> And he, of course, will less agility roll out of the way and more agility behind the shield. And the lightning arcs all over the shield. Yeah. He raises his heads and and calls. Ha! Your houseboard power cannot protect you. My face protects me. But you had to wait for me to roll like 18 on the damage, yes. didn't you? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just that. And that is Team Dragon. It is one zone up in the air. Sweet. So that we use. Pete. Alright, um. Run, Pete, run. I'm going to hold action until s- to see how far Jonathan gets. I'm I was going to wait for you. Okay, <laughs> oh, okay, oh, right, fair enough. In that case, I will run. <laughs> Everyone holds. Dragon goes again. I'm shaking. I'm shaking act. Oh, yes. Pete, you stagger up. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I am going to. I don't want to get too far out. I'm going to move a zone back. Yep. Oh dear. Because I'm waiting for As Mara. Yeah, you've got a point. I will move a zone back over here, so I'm sort of yeah. providing some cover from the people over that way. Yeah. Good idea. So our direction we're going is that way? Yeah, yeah. we're going back that way. And, um, yeah, yeah. You're, you, you are going to want to act at some point in here. Yeah, so I'll, I'll um, do an agility. Uh, I'll step in and I'll do an athletics. Full retreat? Uh, yeah, I might as well go full retreat, eh? Yeah. yeah. Get out of there so you're just bolting that away. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you That's get two zones. Thing. I, I love. Yeah. 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 So, so one zone to get out of the boulder zone and one zone. Yeah, yeah. so, so you're out. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay, yep, yep. Yep, so... I, I don't think you're out yet, because the dragon's quite... Can dragon can, is fast. ...can potentially like, pursue no. us, but she certainly moved back. Yeah, well, it's got no reason to come after me. Jonathan. Turning over the car. Shotgun. I can't... The shotgun won't work it. Yep, it will. Yeah, well, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be a minus two, but it, it will certainly hit. Then yeah, I'll shoot at it. Right. I mean, it's not going to be a great thing to do, but if you have nothing better to do, yeah. yeah okay, so you're plus two at minus two to this, so net plus four for its size on your shooting dice. Yep. You hit it with a raise. Uh, it is two d6 because a shotgun goes down for a d6 for every zone away you are as the buckshot spreads out, and then it's another d6 because you raised. Nice. Explosion! Six, nine. Boom! Pick, 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 pick. Damn it. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't it shake up? No. Nope. No, because it's a dra- dragon. <laughs> Alright, so back one zone. Yeah. Enter the zone with Pete. Yeah. You either need lots of damage or lots of armor piercing. Um. Yeah. That's a being wounded twice at this point. And the question is, does the dragon want to eat us more than it wants to leave? Yeah. Well, it needs its initiative first. Well, it yeah. may decide to bite her off. The dragon is going to offer a concession. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so this is a meta construct, yeah. like yeah, the yeah. players. Um, so the dragon looks like at any moment it might turn and bolt. It doesn't look like you are driving it off from this territory permanently. You're obviously not killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be driven off long enough long enough for you to at least have a loot around the area and get a decent chunk, but not all of its horde if it has one around. Which, of course, Doctor Strange knows that dragons are attracted to shiny objects like horns. magpies. Wow. They may have some of our gear. So, there is a horde here. You won't get all of it if you take this concession, but you will get some of it. Effectively, you go and you loot for a bit, then you hear roar, and you go, yeah, fuck this, peace out. <laughs> oh, yeah. but... If we see a big enough sapphire up here, sick. We can carry Jonathan out of here. <laughs> I can carry it! Yes, I went to it as you have the that, that, that will be the Pete picks Jonathan up and carries him out of Jonathan going, no, I can but fit a little he, more. He actually did get that ruby out. Yeah, so. but I think as long as we can find Jonathan a rock that's bigger than his head, Jonathan will be oh, to lose. And, and brainwash him so he thinks it's a gem. <laughs> no, I meant it. I said yeah. shiny rock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy with that concession. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So at this point, I'm happy with anything. That the the dragon swoops down. Jonathan blasts it in the underside of its jaw with a shotgun. The pellets just mostly bounce off, but the dragon sort of shakes its jaw again. Then there's another bang from the side as Rosemary shoots it again with the heavy rifle. It looks confused and sort of swoops round, 
rearing at everyone. People pull out all their various guns and start boom, 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 blasting away at it. Most of the shots are bouncing off ineffectually, but it's definitely worrying it. It swoops past one more time, going overhead, and sprays lightning, everyone dives behind boulders, and then it will turn and swoop off down the canyon that way, bleeding from several of its wounds. Sweet. Yay! Um, for his um, victory pose, because, yes, he has managed to drive off with the dragon yet yep. again. Yep, and he's um, just got the one round left to go. <laughs> St. John spins his sword, goes to one knee, plants the sword so it makes like a crucifix, and then disappears into bolts of light. Awesome. I'm, I'm going to say St. George you've, you've had some good guys but St. George gets some mad props <laughs> yeah. I think that's the first time you've used the Sentinel isn't it? Yeah, oh second time no. first time was when it was a uh, T-Rex Ah yes <laughs> <laughs> Was that the one I rode? Uh, no. no no, that was uh, when the but, copies yeah, came about Oh yeah, I was on the shapeshifter hat I believe <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah yeah, I was on the shapeshifter hat That was Yeah, So you realise the, the way that arcane resistance works Given it's a weird science time travelling person guy Is that the temporal chronotonic fluxes Are such that they disrupt the electrical flow from the lightning It's not magic, it's science <laughs> And thus Draconicus Rex takes off. <laughs> that and what with her being ten years old, a ten year old girl, of course the dragon slayer would be immune to the dragon's breath weapon. Yeah, of course. And guarding the auto sort of thumps her spear You drove it off. This is impressive. That was a lot bigger bigger than I was expecting the Thunder Lizard to be. <laughs> it was what Honored Elder said, the Thunder Lizard. The greatest of dinosaurs in the Forgotten Valley. I'm glad there aren't any bigger than that. <laughs> well, not in this part of the valley. Not where the Ixonists live. We are not fools. The <laughs> bigger you sink, 30 days that way will lead you to the cave of the ancients. Oh, we do not seek okay. that. We do not seek that ever. That's where the ancient dragon lives. The one that's got extra pluses on everything. Yeah. Yeah. This is not the hardest dragon you could have fought in Savage Worlds. It's pretty hardcore, but it's not the hardest. Let's go before it comes back. Let's go, let's go. And let's I presume at that point, Dr. Strange yeah. points out about the treasure. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll just say in my normal voice. Um, one yeah, of the yeah. other one of the other pleasant things about dragons, if you do encounter them and somehow survive, is it has been foretold that they do quite, they do carry quite shiny things around with them. Ah, a dragon yeah. hood. You yeah. have been working very hard, Jonathan. It seems like you're due a lucky day. <laughs> so be- because of course they're dinosaurs and thus like actual animals. Yeah, Draconicus Rex. It's, they, they don't collect gold for the sake of having a hoard of treasure to spend, because that would be silly. Yeah, no, it's just, just shiny. It's, they collect it like magpies. It's shiny and it attracts them. Yeah. So when you, you go searching through the caves here, yeah. this little montage, and in one of the larger caverns off the side of the walls of the canyon, you do indeed find a large glittering pile of golden gems. Um, this looks like when they're historically inclined among you go, there's like old Spanish doubloons in here from pirate days 
there's coinage from the age of Charlemagne. <laughs> You've got it looks like a bunch of stuff that's washed up on the shores or been thrown in here or flowed in on the rivers or something in that neighborhood. Nice. A bunch of the gems look like they're stuff that would be mined out of the earth naturally here, exposed to the elements. And Jonathan, of course, yeah. being greedy, your eyes light up. <laughs> what are you doing with this pile? Just shoveling it as madly into yeah. your pockets as you can? <laughs> So this is not actually a compel for you because it doesn't negatively affect you because what will happen here is effectively Jonathan just goes shovel, 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 shovel until people pick him up and physically <laughs> drag him off and going, no, I can carry more. We've got a few more minutes. Roar, you hear in the distance. Just a few more minutes. That's what you said a few minutes ago. Uh, you also find a bunch of things Yay! in the dragon's horde. I was hoping we'd find a bunch of things. Well, you know, typically we should so, go back to the Exodus now that we've replenished your resources with our dragon. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just reading the Sentinel, and it, it's basically built to fight dragons. It's got massive damage, armor 4, resistance against magic, improved sweep, and fearless. Oh, now, you know, now you know there's going to be some parachutes in that box yeah. we could draw. Now, you are only getting... Seven, you're only getting seven out of the ten potential things in here because yeah, you can't take the entire horde with you. You only have time to yeah. loot a certain amount before you go. But the dragon's coming back. It's yeah, been since leave. we got draws from the brots we didn't have to bribe the Exynos for. We get to okay. just keep the stuff. You find a remarkably frilly bedroll with some shiny plastic hey. chips. It was Rosemary's frilly bedroll. Does it say frilly on it? It does say frilly bedroll. I, I determined based on the character Rosemary is, she yeah. just has bedroll listed, yes. that it would be frilly. Yeah. Also because I wanted to see what would happen if that was the first one you drew and Manly Man Pete had to sleep. <laughs> uh, you find a Derringer. That's two. I'll keep it in front of me so I can... Yeah, done. Bow and Arrow from General Supplies. Four is Jonathan's Backpack. Which yeah, he's now filling up. Yeah. 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 It's already got golden gems in All there right. that you routinely carry around with you. That's what I took it. You're like a vampire with their native soil. Jonathan Pete Spyglass. A parachute. Of course. Brightly coloured. One, two, three, four, five, six. So, last one. Is it going to be another parachute? It's going to be a heavy flashlight. Oh, wow, we get a flashlight. We already have one. Mara's got it. Well, we could certainly use more than one light source. Yeah. Actually, arguably, some of these things are better than our old light sources. <laughs> um, who, who wants to carry the light source? I, we're going to need to work out what we can actually carry here. Well, I assume that, that Jonathan's going to take his backpack. Yeah, but tell me. Because we've got a bunch of loot, which we're going to we're going to actually go recover our cache yeah. and then determine yeah. what we can actually carry. Your cache comes back again. Okay. So let's sort this out, guys. I propose that we leave the anti-tank gun behind at this point. Yeah, yeah. we don't need it. It is served its purpose. Yeah. So that's all we've got. Okay. Yeah, if you so run across the ancient promise food anyway. So, um, give me, yeah. my, give me my food crate back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, so I am going to cover all of my stuff. I still don't have my deluxe cat food. Yeah. You can buy more with your, you know, fortune and gems. <laughs> Thomas suffering, okay? <laughs> and then in the cutscene, we see the dragon swoops back as you guys are just dots in the distance, kept fleeing out of the valley, with Jonathan still still going, just five more minutes over yeah. each shoulder. Yeah. Um, the dragon swoops back in, 
looks at its diminished horde because it doesn't care that much about it. It's not super angry or anything. It sort of looks around, poke, poke, poke. Goes outside, eats four dead petrodons. <laughs> Comes back inside, pushes the horde around, makes its little bed, sits down, and we see three items sitting there that you won't be getting back. Uh, they are collectively a machete from General Supplies. Mm. Barra's dried fruit. Oh. And the deluxe cat supplies. Oh. <laughs> we both suffer. The shiny bejeweled cage. Oh. <laughs> that stuff was a lot more uh, I only wanted my deluxe cat food bag. <laughs> Alright, um, so I'm tossing this parachute. Have you tossing the rifle? Oh, um. <laughs> well, you're so confident you're not going to need a parachute. <laughs> As it turns out, nobody got rode the dragon that far into the air. No. But it was the way to be safe from all its deadly attacks until yeah. it threw you off. Yeah. Yeah, admittedly, the poor luck of everyone standing in melee with it when it draws the joke was kind of, well, <laughs> tail lash, boom! And the best choker, too. Yeah. Alright, um. You know, I've already had to put that rule in because when you get two of them in a round, we can never determine how it works. Mm. Um, that lot of fruit that I got to the X neck, um, yep. have I used all that up or? Uh, it was a couple of days worth, so yeah. no. Okay, can you remember how much weight that was? Uh, it was. One week. Yeah, it's like one. Cool. Just so I am torn up the dry fruit. So. Alright, um, so I, uh, ha- I am over encumbered by a regular four I can here. I carry a lot more now. Okay, there we go. Uh, <laughs> so um, here's a sleeping bag. Yep, so I got now two things. Um, Doctor Strange, do you have any spare carrying capacity? Would you like um, a derringer? I'm six out of six. Right, but I was wondering if you would like a derringer. I have a derringer. Oh, I have okay. my own. Okay, <laughs> then that can go on the discard pile unless anybody wants a tiny gun. No. Um, Alright, and there's a spare flashlight here. Uh, I Rose can carry me. two. Yep. Wait, so. There we are. Perfect. Alright, Peter's over encumbered. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this bow and arrow is going unless anybody wants it. Yeah. Alright, so I think we give this stuff to... Um, yeah, anything you don't want guarding an arrow will pretty yeah. much take... Yeah. I will take this back to the village as a sign. As a sign of your good faith. So how many, like... I'm carrying two bedrolls and one survival kit. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds That's about fine. right. Yeah. Cool. I think it's about to become a bit less relevant in any case. It is rapidly bordering on becoming irrelevant. Yeah, but that's all right. Yeah. We've, we've rebalanced our supplies a bit so we can more or less carry things. So <laughs> as we limp away from the fight... Yep. <laughs> well, I limp away. You kind of just... Well, at, oh, some yeah. point, at some point I'll do healing yep. so, so you spend yeah. a little bit of time looting because you have to get that one done first Yeah. then you drag away uh, can I get a notice check from people that will determine how long it took you to find the loot and loot them yep. mm-hmm. uh, I go 5 6 4 5 ok so it is taking you about 20 minutes by the time you get the stuff and get out of the canyon. So you've got 40 minutes left of your golden hour for healing. Sweet. So that's yeah. four healing checks. That's bad she's already healed. Yeah, I'm already healed to full, so I can Yeah, I, I don't need off. healing. I, I, I already yes. have one wound you can't heal because it was a, an earlier you can wound. You heal Mara. Okay. Yes, Mara, okay. Come here, small child. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, I'm a doctor, you know. I know, I'm Come here, Dr. Smallchild. Come here, my little assistant. So a healing roll, penalized by her wounds. Yeah, what's your wounds? Three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. And you can keep them. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. It is what it is. Um, I'll get Unless some... we throw that into it. Is it going to give me an extra D6? Yep. Yep. So what were you sitting on? Yep. Three. Um, was, uh, so I rolled a three before. Ah, oh, it'll get one wound take off. Um, hang on, she rolled a three plus three minus three from Ara's wound to bring it back. Three, yeah, On the other hand, um, if it's not too abusive, we are going to be refreshing mm-hmm. pretty much instantly. So I'll so throw a D six. Okay, that's just a plus one. Oh, okay, right. right. Oh, that's right. But that's right. That means you get lose a wound. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. off incapacitated. Yeah. <sighs> Alright, is anybody else, was anybody else wounded in that? Rose was just one. Rosemary? Uh, I soaked my wound. Uh, you didn't get wounded by the dragon, you're still wounded from your... Yeah, yeah, okay, oh, so yeah. roll on Rosemary, just, a, just a, at so a minus one. So an actual wound from the dragon? Yeah, Because yep. yep. you magically healed all her actual wounds, except <laughs> for that, um, except for yeah. the bigger damage that you... Sweet. Uh, five minus... One. one. Is four. Oh, I get rid of it for you. Excellent. Okay, I <laughs> I can work with this. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> We're all sort of okay. Yeah, I'm probably a little shaken because the, the 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 dragon was kind of terrifying. Yeah, yeah. We, we all kind of limp out of the valley. Yeah. Yeah. I was so scared trying to summon St. George. I'm like, I'm in a minus three penalty. If this doesn't work, the dragon's going to eat me. <laughs> so you stop for a bit, bandage everyone's wounds, divvy out round the gear, sit yep. for a moment, you know, have some water, have some food. Get here. Whenever you are prepared to depart from the sacred vale, from the sacred, from the forgotten valley, we are not far from the path of the worthy. <laughs> Is there any more tests that we must face before we leave to the world? The Exodus have seen you can survive in the jungle, even with menfolk. <laughs> as it long as you promise to keep them safe. From the perils of the outside world, <laughs> then you may pass from this place without blessing. I want girls. <laughs> I feel that they're doing good on their own. <laughs> they are surprisingly strong for men. <laughs> Pete polishes a wrench with a smug paradon killing face. Yeah, you can understand. Glances over yeah. at Jonathan's shotgun, the dinosaur shooting, the, the yeah. dragon shooting shotgun. <laughs> I'm looking at it going, I wish you were my rifle. <laughs> yeah, we never found your gun. And well, they are good men. They are not him. Uh, <sighs> oh, they're definitely not him, thank goodness. <laughs> if you bought two edges of charisma, you could no. be Australian too. No. <laughs> At that point, you have exactly the same thing as Craig Jack. Two pluses and one minus. <laughs> okay. you're, you're pretty with a twitchy yeah, you're, eye. You're really attractive, but you've, but you've got those shifty eyes. <laughs> let's, let's go. Thank you, Guardian Iatu. And Iatu will lead you off and lead you basically through several trees um, into a very convoluted area that is this dense maze of overgrowth and vines and she seems to be following signs that she can see 
and eventually she reaches out to what just looks like a big mass of vines and pushes it aside with a spear and it opens into a cave mouth descending down dark beneath the earth of course Um, as as we're walking I'm probably going to describe all the characteristics of the dragon to her so she can pass it on to her people yeah yeah good Now that I know, they can uh, use a heavy rifle. Yeah. So, <laughs> See this gun does damage. <laughs> so you, um, she shows you where the path begins. Um, this is not something that you would have found on your own. Like your odds of randomly stumbling mm-hmm. across it are ridiculous. This goes down deep beneath the earth, then up again, up, up, up to the ice above. A week on foot. Perhaps some more. Thank you. Mara's eyes are now sources. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be with you the whole way. You come food. Do you have enough food for that? Uh, I've got 20 units in this supply crate. I've got only 6 units left. I've got 20. I can starve. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got, three, you've got 3 days worth of food. 2 days. Yeah. Uh, we can um, do some berry hunting before we set out, maybe, then. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I think I'll just take the fatigue level. Are mushrooms fruit? No. No, vegetables, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they're, they're, I, I can't think of anything out that would grow underground that would be fruity. No. Yeah, but we can do we, 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 we can do we can spend a bit we can spend a day doing a really good survival check and pick uh, up some berries. In any event. Yep. Um oh, I just need to double check a detail on this, but I suspect so at this point yeah the darn dragon stole we, it at this point we look to the um, your travel marker but you are one, two, three, four, five. you are six successes ahead of Phileas Fogg <laughs> in yeah. um, at this point there is no longer any way that you can lose even if you manage to accrue every single failure possible on the trip from Antarctica back to London, nice. um, you will pass. Sweet. You will beat him anyway. Yeah. And there's no particular merit in beating him by a mile rather than an inch. Um, Unless, of course, we want to prepare ourselves. Yeah, Jared, let Jared yeah. finish talking. So at this point, I am perfectly prepared to hand-wave the rest of the travel. Um, including you guys eating on the way there and that sort of thing. Nice. Uh, you will still get a couple more rolls up the path to find some other stuff on the way out, but I'm no longer concerned about tracking the trivialities of food and that sort of thing. Okay. Sweet. I'm happy to just say you're fine with it. Um, so I, I'm presuming that nobody desperately wants to play out the travel to get back to no. London, which no longer has any purpose. No. Um so we can do a montage or something. <laughs> the next question then becomes: um, When you, yeah, we will we, we'll indeed give you the montage and dictate what happens. Um, when you hit London, um, you have a couple of choices. You can either arrive with a bit of time, able to set up any elaborate plans, traps, contingencies, anything of that nature you want with fog, or there will be, or you can take the two hero points apiece and get a delay. Um, at which point um, you will have the you, you will be going to the you know show up dramatically at the very last minute moments before he makes his acceptance speech style of thing. Ooh, I like that. It does have drama, but so um uh, the the end point incidentally, which you're all aware of, is you are heading back. Um, it's the first people to arrive back at the back back in London win. Um, then. Um, 
the final end to it is the Royal Academy of Science end of year New Year's Eve dinner. The same one that you had at the very start of the campaign. It will now have been exactly a year. For bringing you here. Because you'll effectively be arriving about two weeks before the end of the year at this point, but a delay will slow you that two weeks. So it's it's entirely up to you. You can you you have you're winning the race. You can have bonus fate points to win just at the very nick of time, because or if you have elaborate plans, then um, bear in mind we will be refreshing, so we're not going to be going into this with our current media totals. We'll be back up to full. Yeah. Um. So I'm perfectly happy with the nick of time, but I don't have any clever plans. So I think the question is, do people have clever plans that they want to enact, and what are they? Nope. I want to buy some cat food. <laughs> uh, um, I'm kind of assuming we can, as we travel, we can make John Strange can make some resource checks to recover supplies. Yeah, yeah. It, it would delay you, but you know you'd get failure markers for it, which is largely irrelevant at this point. Yeah. Um, so I th- I'm, I'm thinking more of you know setting up elaborate arcane rituals in London or anything of that nature. Yeah. The only one I'm aware that players vaguely floated was Mara looking at something to um, pull the, the entity of despair out of Phileas Fogg and turn it into something that you could fight. But um, your alternative plans, because this is this is moving towards the end set yeah. Yeah. your alternative plans were when Fogg pops and starts turning into a giant portal, then the portal will be opened to the outer dark and you can get Maxwell's soul back out of it. Yeah. Which will be very ela- a very elaborate and convoluted fight scenario, but that's that's about perfect for the grand finale. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can think of is whether or not I can research what that other universe would be like for any protections for us. Yeah. We can just pop hero it. Yeah. yeah. That would be in the elaborate precautions. Um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I think we should take the elaborate precautions because there's too much going on in that final fight. What elaborate precautions would you like to take? Yeah. Um, because it's no point saying we're going to take elaborate precautions yeah, yeah. if we don't have to and you can of course, what they're going to be. You can, of course, still have the intent to do so as characters only to be screwed by circumstance out of doing it. Yeah. yeah. I, the thing is, I, I, I like it because I like the visual of us you know, having been delayed by the Fogg's attempt to brutally murder us, arriving <laughs> just when he thinks he's one is about to gloat. But we could totally do the alternate scenario where we arrive in heaps of time and we gloat. But what what do you what do people like Doctor Strange has proposed doing research on the outer dark to give us an ability to go in there. What would you do as an elaborate precaution? Um, help with the research, but also research any ways of trapping the creature or fog. So that's Mara's plan of trying to remove the creature from Fog. Yeah. Because we work, because we do need the Outer Dark Portal as the yeah. theory. Yeah. So what you've worked out is basically um, that the the invincibility that is on Fog that prevents him from dying will disappear as soon as it hits midnight. Yeah. And the new year offici- and the new century officially begins, um, which will, of course, strangely enough. The cosmic rituals work on you know, Greenwich Media yeah. time, <laughs> as you do. Um, so it will be the stroke of midnight at the party, which of course yeah. will be about when the grand acceptance. It will be on time on. if yeah. you're a cosmic being. Um, 
So at that point, fog will begin dying, the portal will begin opening. Yeah. So he won't actually be dead at that point. No, he, he will be, still be saved. Yeah, he will be vulnerable. He'll be mortal. Yes, he will be. He will be mortal. That's an excellent way of looking at it. Um, so you have several methods of combating the uh, spirit of apathy, the spirit of despair, whatever it is from the outer dark anyway, which is effectively if you can end the ritual by defeating Fog before it finishes and the thing comes out, that will solve your problem. That doesn't help us save Max. No. That is a simultaneous goal. Mm. So did we find out that if we stop defeat the ritual, we actually save Fog? or uh, That depends entirely on what you do with it. If you shoot him in the face with shotguns repeatedly while he's mortal... You know, yeah. you can kill him, which will also solve your problem. But that's that's really entirely up to you because you're pulp heroes. It's pretty damned easy to take him out without killing him. You know, you've routinely shotgunned the bejesus out of people with with seriously without killing them. And there's also the other option, whether we can slow down his transformation so that we can do the whole run into the portal thing, come out, and then do the whole stop him thing. So that one you could actually do on the spot. Mm. That's just a matter of opposed knowledge occult roles and that sort of thing. Yeah, okay. It's, you wouldn't have to take elaborate precautions in advance for that. What's the noise? It's Miriam's phone going uh-huh. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, it just sounded like it was coming from behind me. I think it's just something coming an email has appeared. Okay, so um, we've got possibilities of, of a variety of occult researchers. Um, I guess my thing is because um, there's not a lot I can actually do, I, I'm as prepared as I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. I can't really contribute significantly to the researchers. As the GM, based on what you're floating as your preparations, I don't think you'll get all that much out of it. Uh, you will get abilities to resist what's in the... You'll get bonuses to resist what's in the portal. Because <coughs> you, you won't get flat-out immunities to it. You'll merely get bonuses to your rolls. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the flip side is hero points that can be spent for a variety of things. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, what, whatever you, whatever precautions you take, based on how the um, climactic battle is going to roll out, because keep in mind this will be at the Grand Royal Academy of Science banquet with like a hundred people and the media in mass attendance. So it's going to be a, a delightful clusterfuck, no matter what happens. <laughs> based on what your but based on what you're looking to prepare, I would say as the GM, you're better to take the hero points yeah. and charge in dramatically. Yeah, I mean, it's my character is completely out of reach with the occult <laughs> stuff anyway. So there's not a lot she can do beforehand. You'll still be going one and one against Maxwell, so yeah. that would still be awesome. Okay, so I think we're hearing a nick, right just in the nick of time thing. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be more fun. Yeah. Let me roll ahead then. Um, we do at some point want to restock out so here and stuff, but we can leave. Like, 
Hang on, don't, so, don't uh, yet. Keep no. your things. Uh, at this point, you refresh. Yay! Well, to get terribly excited by the, by what you're drawing, it's only a question of whether you spend them on the handful of survival checks you're about to make. Yeah. <laughs> Great start, Adam. Oops. Oh. And thank you for removing all the whites for the rest of us. That's quite all right. So at this point, you are here. You have pile of reds. At this point, you are heading down into the path of the worthy which turns out to be a long, dark series of caves and caverns. Um, we'll put Mara in the middle of the group with the flashlights yeah. so nothing can sneak out. With sort of rivers flowing through them. You go downhill for about a day and then uphill for the rest of it. Um, as you head through here, uh, you get an opportunity for three more survival checks to find things. After that, the rest of this bucket of stuff is lost forever in the lost world. Yep. Okay, so are these combined survival roles? They are. So anyone who has survival, which is still just Doctor Strange and Jonathan, I believe. <laughs> yeah. um, do we get bonuses because of you? You are cooperating, um, so you get the yep. D10. Uh-huh. Yep, so yeah. Jonathan's the lead, but you get a D10 to assist. Yep. Oh, okay. you're a D6 roller, D10. No, no, Jonathan's no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm helping, so I get it. Uh, so that's a four for me. Six. So I got a plus one. Okay. Uh, but you've got the wound penalty. So oh, five. five. Gets you a success. Uh, continue. And again, do it again. Fine. Uh, so that's a nine. That's two successes. Two of that, Jonathan. So that's a six. Okay, so we will get a montage of you travelling through here. Um, as you do so, you see one thing that is washed up by the river. Um, it is this fine quality... <laughs> it is not washed up by the river, it is sticking out of the riverbank. It is a giant stone axe from the general supplies. <laughs> yeah. um, in your three random encounters, as you go through here, uh, you get a friendly NPC. Uh, so you find what's a kind of dinosaur that we haven't had yet. Some kind of tunnel snakey thing would seem appropriate. Well, you get those armadillo ones. Ankylosaurus. Ankylosaurus. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Ankylosaurus. You find an Ankylosaurus sort of living down here um, that seems to have something stuck in its tail. It's, it's in pain and a bit awkward, and you go up and we see the montage of you soothing it, pulling this out. Um, you go, dear, dear, there, dear. I'm probably talking to it literally. Yeah, exactly. yeah, we assumed you were. That's how we. That's the whole, the whole reason we have friendly dinosaur encounters. <laughs> we've got you in the party. Yeah. Um, you can also heal. Wrapped them. so tightly around its tail, it's actually squeezing as Pete's sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> I like my sleeping bag. That's, so that's an extra. You've then got your other success because there was a failure in there. Yeah, and yeah. A success was yeah. there. Uh, there was. I thought it was two. It was two flat successes. Yeah, yeah. and one failure. Oh right. So you've got one item for for succeeding, one item for getting drawing a friendly NPC along the way. And, and then I thought we'd only rolled two. I've only yeah. rolled two. Oh, okay. Rolled Sorry, two. I asked you for three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You just jumped a bit. Ooh, that's nice. Uh, so that's a seven from me. Oh, sorry, I got it exploded here. Um, yeah, so you get a rise, which is about all you need anyway. So you get two uh, more total. So nine from me, so that's 14 plus two is 16, minus one is 15 from. So shining down here, flickering, 
um, is Doctor Strange's nearly extinguished gas lantern. Um, <laughs> um, and floating, billowing out along the river is another parachute. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay. Wow. How many parachutes were actually on the plane? Six. Are we one, not one for every person in there. Uh, and the lost in the lost world forever yep. are the remain remnants of the box. Uh, Jonathan's heavy lantern. Yep. Doctor Strange's sleeping bag. No. Another parachute. A machete and Jonathan's pistol. And Jonathan's rifle. Uh, yeah, it's not in the box, so it yep. would have been gone somewhere, eaten somewhere else. Yeah, it must have been destroyed already. Yep. It's okay. We can we can buy more things. The last thing you have is uh, your hostile dinosaur that we haven't had now. Uh, uh, haven't had an elasmosaurus, and you are underwater. <laughs> <laughs> so you get an elasmosaurus that rears its head out as you come past and disturbs its nest, and takes a couple of swings at you as you go hastily by. You get an enemy random encounter as well. Do you want to give me a fighting check? Oh dear. More than ten. Seven. Fine. Thanks. Sixteen. I'm the old lady. Doing for me to get it ten. So it tears up and takes takes a few snaps at everyone. I did all right. Yeah, you did. You did great. (laughs) I did all right for my wounds. Everybody parries it and dodges out of the way, except Jonathan, who was caught out in the open because there was something shiny down there. <laughs> it turned out to be a giant elasmosaurus eye, but, you know. I'm beginning to think the dragon was your spirit animal. Probably. Uh, however, that is not enough damage to do your wound, and thus it is irrelevant. <laughs> so it bites you a bit, you are dragged off, your wounds are healed, etc., etc. Uh, as we go through this week's montage, is anyone wounded still? Yep. Okay. Everyone, <laughs> except Doctor no. Strange. Uh, you get, I'm not going to do that. You get, you get two... What would that now be? Hang on, I'm working it out. Okay, I'll just cut it here, actually. So, what we have then is you come out of the tunnel, you come out into the frozen ice, and you're not prepared for this because we have to prepare for the tropics. All is looking lost for a moment as you look around the ice, realising you're going to have to work out which way to go back to Camp McCarran. I believe it's Camp McCarran. Uh, Ridley Beach Base, sorry. That's the original one. Cracker Jack's camp is, of course, now empty. Cracker Jack hadn't left it. Um, So you're going to have to find your way across the ice for that. This could be quite a grueling trip. But then you hear... And the sled dogs that you left at Cracker Jack's camp, sort of running free because... um, you couldn't take them on the zeppelin with yeah. you, so you let them go into the wild. They have come for you, dragging the sled behind them. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to ask how they fed themselves. Well, no, they, they weren't yeah, tied pe- to the sled. Yeah, eating penguins. Yeah. Oh, I suppose, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just pulling the sled with their mouths. Yeah. <laughs> then you tie them to it properly, yeah. and they ride back to Ridley Beach Base. <laughs> and then we will literally see the little red line moving back to London, and we see the black sinister line of fogs in Antarctica that starts out ahead of you, of course, because he left Antarctica well ahead of you because you've been dicking around in the lost world. And then the red line goes... and goes past it to London. Uh, at this point, you get five shots at natural healing yourself, and then you're done. Okay. 
Well, I can still use magic on them in the meantime. No, it's past the Oh, and what happens to my bigger... No, no. Um, she said she can use magic. She can use her magic anytime. Yeah. Yeah, but there's only certain people I can use it on, because I've already tried it on... Oh, no, I did normal healing on you. Well, no idea what you used. Um, uh, unless you're using the super badass remove permanent injury magic. Or the, the, the no, it, the, it is great healing that she's got. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, so, because we are montaging this, what I'll do is I will give you five shots as well. Yeah. Representing, you cast this, you regain some power points. You cast this, you regain some yeah. power points. Alright, so enough. let's let's roll through ours and then you can yeah. roll through yours. But let's start yeah. with um, Rosemary. A day has passed. And, yeah. Yeah. and she, she's lost her no, wounds and a day has passed. Not. Her vigor recovers. Yes, it does. Your vigor and your toughness go back to its normal rating. Goodness. No, it's all normal. So, yeah, so your um, toughness is better than six, isn't it? Now it's seven. Um, yes, but I just got this plus one because it comes from the age. Ah. Yeah, but change it to a seven. Hmm. Yeah, well, but seven plus one. She now understands what it is. Okay. All right. Yeah, so, oh, 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 yeah, that's which okay. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um. So then it is. All right. So Pete, is Pete wounded at all? Yes. Okay. So Pete gets five, five bigger rolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first one is a failure. The second one is a failure. The third one is a failure. That's not a great start. The fourth one is a magnificent success. Okay. Shake your wound before you return to London. Yep. Okay, Mara. That's a good start. Yeah. So that's an eight. Yep, which is, removes a maximum of two of them. Woohoo! And she's done. Fun. Okay. <laughs> Yay! Awesome. <laughs> who needs who needs Amanda? <laughs> one, two. Can you succeed on that one? I believe. Yep. You? Fine. Oh, one, yep. One, fine. So basically, keep in mind that what you were doing here is you were taking a very slow boat out of Antarctica. Uh, I will get the map out so you can see this for one of the lastest times. Hey, you've been tremendous. You regenerated Rosemary from yeah. dead. So at this point. You are going from Antarctica to London. Wow. And the fastest route here is effectively a slow boat <laughs> up to the Ivory Coast until you can actually connect with some commercial shipping. The strike is now resolved. Probably <laughs> way down. And then you can get a boat up to London. But all in all, this is going to take you about two months of straight travel on a boat. Yeah. There's nothing of any compelling interest that is happening here, so we just redline it. But that's what those healing rolls are. You just sit around and you get better. Cool. All right, let's do stuff now. For starters, yeah. let's sort out who's still holding, who's holding what, and who's keeping what. So I'm going to toss the supply train yeah, back. Same. Um, all right, I've got my backpack, my magnet. I'm going to purchase the stuff I don't have, like my sleeping bag. Yeah, but and let, my let, uh, I have let's, let's, let's sort out. Let's sort out wh- who's got what of the stuff we've already got, and then we'll mm. see what we can buy. So pause. Yep. I would rather finish what I'm doing. Okay, my apologies. Mm-hmm. Um, then we can retroactive that yep. stuff. Yeah, so, you guys arrive back in London um, feeling very confident. Um, as far as the papers are concerned that you have picked up along the way, um, they tell you that you are well ahead of Phileas Fogg. The headlines are strange expedition forecast to win race. You know, and the editorials are barring any unforeseen, circum- you know, any remarkable circumstances. It seems a certainty that the strange expedition will race in ahead of Phileas Fogg. Um, it is fog bitching and moaning in the papers <laughs> about how you're dirty cheating bastards, essentially, yeah. in politer words. Yeah. Um, 
And so you arrive back in London with a very comfortable two weeks to spare. The ship pulls in at the dock, everyone stretches. Ah, smells that wonderful London air. You walk down off the dock where Rosemary, there is a very familiar face waiting oh, for no. you. Someone you have not seen in um, a couple of years at this point. He looks a bit fatter. Captain Cadwaller. Oh. Your previous okay. boss. Okay. Um, is standing there with dozens of police officers and a smile on his face. Oh, no. Looks at you. Darling. <laughs> and my fist just goes. And you must be you and you must be jo- and you must be Dr. Amanda Strange. And you the well known thief and smuggler. I Jonathan Hannah. <laughs> the girl, a criminal in training, no doubt. And an American. <laughs> You see, you see, one of one of his guys goes on to the ship. Must be on there for like thirty seconds, literally. Then comes back out and gives him a big nod and a thumbs up. Ah, I see that my trained inspectors have found the goods that you're trying to smuggle. <laughs> the cat food. <laughs> you're all under arrest for grand larceny. I'm going to take you down to the station and sort this out. Don't worry. Just a big smile. I'm sure it'll be done soon. <laughs> and because you are accepting the hero points, you are all placed under arrest and taken to a very far off, out of the way station, where Captain Cadwaller informs you that you are under arrest for illegal smuggling. According to him, the race has been nothing but a pretext for, on your guys' part, obviously Phileas Fogg is doing this legitly. But it's nothing but a pretext for you to steal artifacts from across the world and bring them back here to sell for your illegal profits, as opposed to putting in the British Museum like good archaeologists do, stealing from the natives from Britain. Opposed <laughs> to just also um, going to these things and he, doing He seems anyway. a little surprised when he can actually vaguely prove this, because you actually have, have some gold and dragon hordes yeah. and artifacts with you, which he really wasn't expecting. He was yeah. expecting to have to plant them. He, he has several more artifacts that he produces that he claims have been stolen from the British Museum before you left. Yeah. And you've been carting around the world looking for buyers. Now, you obviously know this is bullshit, but it just seems to be ongoing. You are tied down with lawyers and things, and it is not the you just immediately prove this wrong and bail out. It looks like for the moment you are stuck, and you'll be fighting the system to see when you can get out. And that is when we can cut back to what you were doing. Okay, cool. Nice. So retroactively, we were trading around stuff. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Not illegally. Yeah, not at all yeah. illegally. All right. So, um, I was carrying Jonathan the Deluxe Survival Kit, so you can give that back to me if you want. Yeah. And you can now point at, at this point when you are <laughs> when you are finished with the item uh, pieces of paper. You can just throw them out and go back to listing yeah, things yeah. on your carrying sheet. Cool. We are done with the survival okay. adventure. Oh, thank you. Okay, I'll get rid of the sleeping bag, but I'll keep the flashlight. Can I purchase another sleeping bag? Hang on, if, if, if you've got an extra sleeping bag, sure. talk yep. to people. I've got extra sleeping, sleeping bags. bags. No, no, I want mine. Mine, I have a nice one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I? Can I? <laughs> your one was e- your your one is being eaten by a dinosaur. Somewhere yeah, can I purchase purchase some? Uh, Jonathan, no. you want your sleeping bag back? I <laughs> think Jonathan might like his sleeping bag. <laughs> 
if there's a spare sleeping bag on the table, then I'm perfectly prepared to say you could purchase a nice sleeping bag without needing to make a resources roll. Oh, what about cat food? Hang on, one thing at a time. What does it say on your sheet for the cost of cat food? food. The dragon. Because obviously I haven't got cat food written in my list of. um, And a bow and arrow. I'm not sure so. Well, do you like it? You you could just keep it. I'll show you a card and I'll say. Yeah, I will call that a cost one, so that is a resource roll at no penalty. Okay, um, so you and. There's my resources, D10. Spend some of that dragon treasure And basically, if you fail any of these resource rolls, then you can't acquire the things you're looking for in the ports that you're going through. Yeah. And of course, it's not like you're going to be able to stop and go for a massive shopping yeah. trip somewhere while you're in the middle of a fight, the yeah. final leg of the exciting race. Pete loses his camera, which he doesn't particularly care about, and has actually found everything else in his supplies. Where's <laughs> this Dulux survival kit? Should I kick it? Uh, Pete, um, um, I'm, I'm carrying. Think... I'm carrying one for Jonathan. We probably don't need two. Yeah. So I don't have that anymore. So it's, it's on me. I got like two heaps of things I can carry for you. Some well, I'll always be a carrying capacity. Person. Yeah, I'll end up giving you back the stuff that I am you were carrying for me in the in the past. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So that's what, because I, I actually have two. I have yeah. more things than I can carry. Like um, I have my um, archaeologist kit, and you carry that, I believe, and this stuff. Yeah. So I, I assume that now that I've gotten myself back to where I was before, that you'd be carrying whatever I yeah. I have that I can't carry. You've kept the newsletters. So they'll have a yarn. Yep, I've still got yeah. the newspapers. So um, Jonathan will need, I think, some resources help to recover his yeah. weapons. Yeah. What you need? I need my rifle back. I miss my rifle. Light, light <laughs> rifle? Yep. Uh, resources at minus one. Minus one? Uh, that's a four. You buy a light rifle. 50 caliber shot. I'm getting rid of the shotgun and the machete. Anyone else need stuff? No one loves the shotgun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, my, so my rifle was other archaeological kit. Was it just one? Oh, give me a sec. I think it's like two or something. Yeah, you, you need to actually look them up. Uh, archaeologist kit, wait two. Okay. Yeah. And I actually have some spare carrying capacity now because the cameras are bloody heavy. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. MR has been carrying one this whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, now that we've taken all the photos, I don't feel the need <laughs> to have a spare camera. <laughs> Or I have so many photos. Mm-hmm. Well, no one forced you to take photos of every single thing that we do. She's a ten-year-old girl. Oh, while well, well, we're on the boat and we're sort of like passing, you're well, also passing a little ten-year-old girl. Let's be Instagram. Send me so like this is your Instagram. You know, Australians, <laughs> yeah. crackerjack diet flight, and you know, yeah. telegraph. Dear Aussies, hot chicks in Antarctica. Stop, hot chicks in Antarctica. Stop, crackerjack sends best. Stop. <laughs> Require there urgently. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly we see a bunch of other red lines go. Australia vacates. You are not as pretty as him. Yes, but you'll do. Good. Pretty short. Yeah. Resources at no penalty. 
You buy your pistol. You buy a Yay. pistol of the same variety. That yeah. you Did you not want your 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 auntie buy? I have I have both my rifle and my pistol back. Nice. I know. Sometimes <laughs> it's nice to buy things for yourself. It's I know. Buy on the charity of the sugar mummy. Sometimes you have a backpack full of gems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I was going to ask if we got some kind of cool bonus thing from the dragon horde but I'm kind of assuming it's getting confiscated by Cadwaller except for the parts we blew on no. uh, it, it would be an excellent justification for anyone who wanted to raise their resource skill Yeah. but because we don't track money in the game yeah. treasure is kind of pointless yeah sweet as yeah. Um, which is incidentally why I'm so blasé about being a dragon <laughs> yeah absolutely uh, but we can say that there's some nice gems in it yeah. and that once we prize them out of Catwaller's hands you have some smaller gems to ornament your giant yeah. ruby. I mean he's put them in evidence and nothing ever goes missing from evidence <laughs> but in this case he is actually trying to frame you for a crime so it would really be in his interest to not steal his own evidence yeah, yeah. Although it's entirely possible one of the ways we're going to get out of this is by letting Cadwall confiscate a percentage of the treasure. Because we know he's vulnerable to bribing, and we do have Dragon Horde. Yeah, yeah, assuming probably. he isn't already being bribed by someone else. Well, I, oh, the theory is I know, I know, we're going to, I know we're going to hit a delay here, but we are going to get out of here eventually, and I figure eventually we manage to raise his price, we manage to meet his price. Either that or bring in the weight of the... Um, his superiors down on them, which is so like, that's terrible. that's the the beginning of that piece. Is you're placed under arrest, put in yeah. cells, and after a couple of hours, you're realizing this isn't going to be sorted out quickly. Yeah, and invariably, you know, Jonathan will be sitting there going, <laughs> yeah, and waving his fist. He's the smuggling one. Uh, so, um, the other question was, do we get any kind of bonus XP? Okay, so. You will be resolving the end of that getting arrested plotline after we come back. So yep. what we're doing now is we will be going over to Dr. Moreau's excellent adventure. Yeah. Nice. The side quest with all the NPCs. Um, then we will be coming back for the final adventure, which will be a, a fairly short one, because it's just a climactic scene. Race to the finish. Sweet. Cool. Okay, so... Uh, you... Escaped. You made it through the Exynos. You defeated the Thunder Lizard. Albeit yeah, not kill it. You did not kill the Thunder Lizard, but you did drive it off, so you get a secondary success rate. Uh, you passed the test of the worthy, you passed that. Uh, that is 2 XP for everyone. That is a on top of the one that we already got for the yes. beginning. So we're at 73. Because yep. uh, given that we get an XP in a session, we might well get an advancement in the... Um, I mean, I know we don't yes, want playing the NPCs, but we might get an advancement in the final battle. That is probably your last advancement. We'll see how we get on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you recall, you got XP for playing the Shades. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. your characters became aware later that the problem with the race had been solved. Oh, cool. out and went, oh good, we did something. Sweet. <laughs> Play time travelers, and of course, this is this is the time travelers' contribution to our race. So, right, so thus closes the strange expedition in the lost world, and then I will make up some new funky intro music. For <laughs> thus begins Doctor Moreau's excellent, excellent adventure. adventure. <laughs> yeah, I've got to find the villain ten. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did because I did do a separate Righteous. intro. For, I did do a separate <laughs> intro for the shades on the podcast. <laughs> Alright. I need someone to do it in the right order. Righteous. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> it's been two hours since I've seen Okay. That. So, then do we want to... 
begin... Um... I think at least we want to divvy up characters yeah. and have a look at them. When one deals in time travel, nothing is ever quite as simple as it seems. The strange expedition have had some unseen aid throughout the entire race. And when Dr. Anthony Moreau receives a letter from his future self, he knows it's time to assemble a team to foil fog in Dr. Moreau's excellent adventure through time and space. I'm going to set the scene for this. Yep. We then, you guys languishing in jail, and there's the, you know, the, the voiceover of our heroes rot in jail. Well, Phileas Fogg comes ever closer to the finish line. We see his line moving while yours is stuck. Uh, is the world doomed? Dun dun dun. Not if Doctor Anthony Moreau has anything to say about he has it. The first time. The camera sweeps up to the sky, then sweeps back down, and what we see here is a very familiar-looking scene, one that was filmed right at the start of the show, London Botanical Gardens, January January 2nd, 1899. Uh, this is where the race began, and we see Sir Andrew Simmons, head of the Royal Academy of Sciences, standing up, making a speech about sportsmanship and justice and the spirit of adventure and all that sort of thing. He pulls out a cat pistol, informs you that his men have already stolen your car to make the race a little harder, and fires it into the air. And six people charge off. Uh, Rosemary Darling is not seen here at all. It is Pete, Mara, Jonathan, uh, Doctor Strange, Jeremy Wright, and Bernard Pendlebury. And Thomas. (laughs) And the cat. (laughs) And they all charge off, and we see Doctor Anthony Moreau being played by Jude Law in a wheelchair. <laughs> yes. He also doesn't have the attractive edge. So Jude Law is your standard for what a normal guy looks yeah, like. Right, yeah. <laughs> this Jude Law is so standard. Yeah. So average. Um, if, if you take the under- ugly hindrance, you look like an actual person. <laughs> <laughs> this is of course where you, this is of course where you left him. Um, you know, watching you guys take off, and he was cheering you on from the side. He has a time travel wheelchair. No, he is in fact sitting in his wheelchair, um, and he nods sagely. Good luck to you all as you, as you all charge off towards Bernard's pre-prepared car. I believe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Because Bernard had a car. Bernard just magically had a car. <laughs> Good luck to you all. Sighs kind of sadly. You know, shakes Andrew Sir Simmons's hand, shakes a few other hands around, and begins to roll away from the crowd. And a man comes running up to him in a Western Union uniform, the delivery service, um, and he says to him, uh, he says to him uh, excuse me, uh, Dr. Anthony Moreau? Dr. Moreau looks kind of surprised. Yes? Uh, I have a package here for you, sir, uh, to be delivered to Dr. Anthony Moreau, London Botanical Gardens, at this time and this date, precisely. And Dr. Moreau stares at him. <laughs> a long moment see and, and takes it off him it's the damnedest thing we've been holding on to that package for a hundred years <laughs> oh my gosh the company's been going that long Western Union heck yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. it's just the, the boys and I have got a bit of a, got a bit of a bet going about what about whether anyone was actually going to be here or not so satisfy my curiosity what's in that what's what's in that and Dr. Moreau stares at him for a long moment oh Nothing you need to worry about. 
tucks it away, slips him some money, watches the guy take off, watches him, rolls his wheelchair off to the side of the garden, waits a few moments, and then frantically rips it open (laughs) and looks into it. And there is a letter written to him in something that to the viewer appears completely incomprehensible. Um, And Dr. Moreau's voice starts voiceovering it. Mm. And what I'm going to do here as a beginning adventure is I will read you the letter, um, then I will give you how time travel works, then I will read you (laughs) the characters, because they're not secrets to be kept from each other, the pre-gen characters that will be playing for this. But it'll make the most sense if I read it in this order. So it says... Dear Anthony, I write this in future English, not super future English, because Mara changed her mind about what the language was called, <laughs> to ensure its security. I happen to know that French terrorists are already opening England's mail, but the most they could draw from this is a seemingly nonsensical code. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice one. From your point of view, our friends have just begun the race. Towards its end, I write to you to ensure their success. Even though it will undo me, they must succeed and we will all face a darker future. You have a role to play in this race too, my friend. I enclose the necessary specifications to fix the time machine. Shake, 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 big pile of blueprints falls out of package. Your most excellent adventure is about to begin. (laughs) Firstly, you can't do this alone. You'll need a good friend. You know the old friend Thomas Strange was killed in Machu Picchu in 1878. What you don't know is that if you go back in time to prevent his death, it will lead directly to Amanda Strange's death. On her own, she will never... Since... If she is not on her own... Sorry, where are we? If you don't prevent... Yeah, if you don't prevent his death, it will lead directly to Dr. Strange's death. For if she is not on her own, she will never research the arcane power she needs to banish a wraith in Transylvania that will otherwise slay her. Yet we cannot allow our old friend Thomas to die, and his skills will be needed. Pull him out of time and skip his history. You know what the grief of losing Tom will do to Amanda's mind, but surely a temporary loss is better than a permanent one. And now you have the answer. You're just crazy. The cat is not your husband. You are officially a crazy cat. You are officially a crazy cat lady. They basically just straight up said, like, like, it's it's the better of the two evils and being very crazy. That is the that resolution right from the start. It's not your husband, you're just crazy. The cat does not talk, you just think it does. Well, it's me rationalizing it. It is you rationalizing the loss of your husband. It's the only way I can handle him not being there. So the, the purpose of this adventure is to solve several plot points that are happening in the background, both minor and major. Uh, this, incidentally, is is caused by um, Bernard, a.k.a. James Fogg, disappearing out of the plot, given that he had a relatively essential role in the adventure that we didn't do in Castle Fogg in Scotland. So in lieu of that, we are doing this, which will solve the same plot in a completely different way. Nice. Uh, onward with Dr. Strange, Dr. Moreau's letter. Uh, so you'll need a good friend, your old friend Thomas Strange. You'll need an explosive expert. Jeremy Wright will prove ideal for this, since his presence will be an enormous liability to the expedition when it comes to winning over the townsfolk in Brand, Transylvania. Yes. The second adventure that Jeremy did not go to. Uh, he would have destroyed us all. <laughs> Recruit him from Cairo after he helps foil Sekhmet in January 1899. Something that is still in present-day Dr. Moreau's future. Finally, you'll need an expert thief. 
I think the most suitable is French secret agent Annabelle St. Clair, <laughs> who is skilled, can be trusted to keep her mouth shut, is intelligent, attractive, dot, 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 uh, and has some other relevant <laughs> Recruiter from the Statue of Liberty, April 1899. And where dates and times are given in this, they are absolutely precise. So it's recruiter at 6.22pm exactly. Of course, it's time travel. Yeah, but I didn't want to go into that it's level of detail. It's mean time, probably. Uh, Secondly, I have extensively studied the notes and telegrams Mara has sent me over the year and determined where the expedition will fail and where history will be irrevocably ruined. There are several actions you must take with your team to prevent this in whatever order best suits you, and the strange expedition must never know that you're helping them. Stay out of sight and duck in and out of time where you are. So, this is going to be you guys travelling through time in the background of your own adventures. (laughs) In true Back to the Future 2 style, justifying why the movie worked in the first place. Uh, And here there are the the list of six things that you need to do to ensure the future, um, which I have subtitled as Little Adventures. The first one, it takes a thief. Uh, The expedition has met a woman with a certain amulet of Sekhmet, sold to Ahmed's trading emporium in Cairo, and foiled Sekhmet's plans to rise again. This is of great interest to me, because I have seen the future of 2300 AD, and the devastation Sekhmet's rise wrecks on the Cyber-African Republic. To prevent this future, this amulet must get to Ahmed so the expedition can find it and foil him first. That means stealing it from its original source, the Palace of Sekhmet, greatest of the pharaohs. So people wondered how the amulet had turned up in Wiss's Whittingham's position in the first place, it was sold to her, it was sold to Madame Tufel by a trader who had no good explanation of how he had obtained it. <laughs> it's because it's going to be given to him by Dr. Moreau's team. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know that detail. Uh, it doesn't perform the, the second piece of the adventure, subtitled Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in one future, I have had no further communication with Mara after her travels to aid Shen Yu in China in the off-screen Luck Dragon adventure. Yeah. Uh, but my sources tell me the expedition was arrested and detained indefinitely by the Chinese military after being caught in the mountains by a huge force. Only an explosive avalanche could stop the military from catching up with them. <laughs> you guys did this adventure largely off-screen, but there was an avalanche, and you didn't get arrested by the Chinese military, but they were chasing you. Wow. Nice. Uh, third third little piece of the adventure, the start of darkness. Got to hang out with these uh, dragons. After exhaustive research through the archives in Castle Fog in Scotland, I have discovered the Fog bloodline has a unique connection to the outer dark and the elemental spirits that dwell within. A connection that manifests itself at almost supernatural levels of skill at whatever a Fog turns his mind to. I believe this is the secret to Phileas's magnificent bastard ability to talk others into doing as he pleases. Now, the haunted spirits of his parents have told me that ben- Bernard Pendlebury is secretly James Fogg, Phileas's brother. And Dr. Moreau goes, What? <laughs> <laughs> Great Scott! Uh, this revelation will doubtlessly be important when James, as a part of the expedition, reveals it in a dramatic moment, no doubt stunning Phileas and disrupting his scheme. If only the player was still playing the character. <laughs> but that won't be happening. But future Dr. Moreau thinks it will. Uh, this connection seems to start somewhere in Alistair Fogg's visit to Transylvania in 999 AD, but I haven't the time to uncover more. Find out what happens to him so we can clarify this point. Mm-hmm. Fourth part, visitors from space. 
Maren has described primitive carvings of people from space, quote-unquote, who appeared in a flash of light at the ceremony summoning Kilquato to Earth, interrupted it, and sealed him in the eye of Kilquato. The strange expedition found those carvings, looked at these guys and went, okay, aliens, whatever. <laughs> uh, these carvings bear a, specific, a suspicious resemblance to our own time machine. I suspect your group are these visitors from space. For the good of humanity, <laughs> Kilquato must be sealed away before he can rampage. <laughs> you need to go back in time and seal Kilquato with the eyes nice. so the strange expedition can encounter him. When was this? Like, give me the, the best That was the Amazon. That was the Amazon adventure. That, that yeah. was when I yeah, took yeah. Um, Kilquato was summoned by the tribe of Kilquato. Yeah, yeah. In his backstory. In yeah. his backstory, then sealed away in the eye by mysterious visitors who so appeared yeah, out of nowhere. So, this a hundred years ago? No, this is thousands and thousands of years ago. Yeah. Like, this is this is the original six humans that came and defeated. Yep, yep. Oh, the original wow. six humans. Oh, to... shit. <laughs> Five humans, sorry. But, Five humans. Yeah, yeah, they may have been mentioned as six, but then there were some retcons. Yeah, left and yeah, yeah, if you went and look at the pyramid. I, I believe, in fact, it was five. mentioned as four because Yiren wasn't here. But now, yeah. oddly enough, he's needed to add a fifth member yeah. to his team, so Yiren isn't sitting there on scratching your head for three yeah, minutes. Yeah, but, but, you know, when time shifts, the fifth person appears on the wall of yeah. the carvings, because, of course, there were always uh, five. Fifth point, safety first. The expedition Zeppelin will explode mid-flight over Antarctica. <laughs> Ensure they're prepared by sneaking sufficient parachutes aboard. They couldn't possibly survive without them. <laughs> The final micro adventure is called. Why put it like right underneath our seat or something? <laughs> is, is called a firm foundation. Uh, in in one future, I've seen the Statue of Liberty collapses despite the expedition's best efforts. Investigations later reveal the original architectural firm embezzled costs from its foundation. Unfortunately. You already exist in the time when this construction is happening, so you can't go back and prevent it. You'll need to go further back to the firm's founding in 1849 and somehow convince the founder, Gaston Lavache II, and his crew to establish honest principles as the foundation of their business. Oh, God. With this complete, return with your team as close as you can to the New Year's Eve banquet 1899 in case Fogg should have any more tricks up his sleeve to attempt to obtain a last-minute victory over our friends. After this is done, one final task. Destroy the time machine and abandon your research. The more we travel in time, the more we will see why such things are not meant to be. You know that I very sincerely wish you the very best of luck. Dr. Anthony Moreau, November 1899. So, that, not coincidentally is six things to do, each of which directly relates to one of the six adventures you have had, each of which resolves either a major or an extremely minor plot point (laughs) that is uncovered, Um, each of which will be accomplished by the five PCs. Uh, You playing through this adventure have those six tasks to do. Because you're in a time machine, you can do them in any damned order you want. Nice. Uh... So, that's the letter Anthony Moreau reads. And then we cut away from that, and the rest of this is metagame stuff. Uh, So this is, for the player's benefit, the rules of how time travel works, which Dr. Moreau knows and will explain to the rest of his team. Uh, The same person can't exist in the same time period, regardless of where their location is physically. It means that you can't meet your past or future self. You can't leave notes for your past self, unless you leave them before you've been born. 
which is logistically complicated getting it delivered to you on time. Uh, you can't catch up with yourself. If you travel forward to May and then travel back again, in May you'll find you are no longer there. Uh, you only get one attempt to fix a problem while time traveling because you can't go back to fix something that you're already in currently trying to fix. Uh, to limit the to limit this problem, Doctor Moreau spends as little time as possible in any moment that he may have to return to. Hence, why he never has any time for explanations. Mm-hmm. He shows up, barks orders, and disappears as fast as he can in case he needs to go back to April eighteen ninety nine again. Which, as it turns out, he's going to have to. Uh, Second rule of time travel. The past, present, and future can be freely altered as long as you don't violate rule number one. Of course, you can always make things worse, so be careful meddling in the time stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, rule number three. Altering the time stream can result in paradoxes, things or people that exist after the timeline has changed. As long as you are time traveling out of your original time period when this happens, you're protected from paradox. So if you go back in time and kill your grandfather, your father ceases to exist but you still exist and you still remember your father and your grandfather. Which is why Mara gets to stay alive, yep. even though her future gets destroyed. Explicitly points out that Mara will continue to exist as a result of changing her terrible future, but her world will disappear. She won't miss it, but Mara will continue to exist in 1899. Uh, the fourth and final point is time is relative. If you leave in January and spend a month in August, when you return it's going to be a lot closer to February than it is January. Uh, it's impossible to predict how long you'll be away, but the longer you spend in the past or future, the more current time you lose. So it's not as precise as being able to return on a dime to March 21st, 6.22pm, except when the plot demands it. <laughs> uh, the wow. time machine is a large sled capable of holding several passengers. It travels in both time and space. As a plot device, it arrives whenever the hell the GM <laughs> says so and requires no devices to activate. Nice. No rolls to activate or anything. It is purely a plot device to justify the wacky adventures through space and time. Alright. Then we come to the five pre-generated PCs. Tibbs on Dr. Morrow. I won't read through all their stats and that, but I'll read through their um, backstory because you actually need them all to understand what the fuck is going on. (laughs) Um, And then you can pick who you want. So, Dr. Anthony Moreau, played by Jude Law in a wheelchair. Hell yeah. The time traveller. There's a little quote from him. It says, Believe me, some days time travel even gives me headaches. The technology is simply too dangerous to be used for anything but the most terrible of matters. And if I didn't know I'd already done it, I'd be inclined not to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dr. Moreau has been recruited for this team from the London Botanical Gardens, January 1899, and is the first recruit for future Dr. Moreau's (laughs) science team. Of course, uh, future Moreau would, would recruit um, past Moreau. His backstory. You're a member of the Royal Academy of Science. Hoping to spite rival scientist Phileas Fogg, who stole credit for some of your earlier chemistry work, your research endeavours began to expand into more exotic sciences. Your attempts to manipulate the fabric of time brought partial success with the creation of the time machine, which flung you 10,000 years into the future. In this bleak future, there were left only the apathetic Eloy and the savage Morlocks. You met Mara, learned her language, and grew fond of her. Her future seems linked to your present, since her history books showed that the coming of the fog and the associated symbol of the House of Fog brought this ruin. An attack by Morlocks crushed your spine, broke the time machine, and sent Mara back to your present. So this is what we established in the backstory, in the prologue. So basically, Doc Moreau has built a time machine. At present day, January 1899, he has only ever travelled in time once. He's gone forward 10,000 years to the future broken his spine, come back again, and the time machine is broken. 
He's never travelled in time again since. Although, apparently, at some point in 1899, he succeeds in rebuilding the time machine and sends instructions back to his past self on how to do it, thus creating his own infinite loop. Uh, Raising Mara as your ward, you'll watch Phileas Fogg with interest. To give the man authority as the head of the Royal Academy of Science, as well as becoming the head of the Centurions, could bring about disaster. Imagine giving that full access to every new invention, but no knowledge of how they truly worked. The strange expedition has seen this future. Fog destroys the Earth. Yes. It's worse than the one when um, the despair spirit comes out and yes. ruins civilization. Because fog just blights the entire Earth and turns it into a radioactive ruin. Mm-hmm. Uh, unable to take part in the adventure yourself, you resigned yourself to waiting on the sidelines. It's okay. Mara is a good, responsible girl who understands the tremendous weight of responsibility on her. You can feel confident that she won't tell people about time travel or use her stopwatch as anything but the absolute last resort. <laughs> oh my gosh, Mara, you're such a bad child. <laughs> or pull creatures much. frivolously out of the time <laughs> yeah, the, You didn't tell very many people about time travel. Look, the other two, maybe a bit more. <laughs> she, she's basically the James Chan of this group. Yeah. yeah. Moments tiny. after the strange expedition departs, you receive a letter from James yourself. Dot, 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 dot. Of course he is. That is Dr. Anthony Moreau's character. Uh, he is a weak physical combatant, unsurprisingly, and incredibly slow. He is crippled as his hindrance. Um, he is very smart, he has a bunch of skills in random things. Uh, he has jack-of-all-trades, so he is trained in all smarts-based skills, effectively. Nice. Um, he has moxie, when he re-rolls with a hero point, he adds bonuses to it. Um, and he has three weird science devices and the weird science power of time manipulation. Uh, his three powers, incidentally, are temporal overload, where he shows people their past and future and confuses them. <laughs> An aging aura, where people who touch him begin to age, which he can damage them directly with. And the ability to pull a potential version of himself out of the time stream to answer a question, which is refluff divination. Who's in time oh my god, that's creepy! How? <laughs> Paradoxing. Yeah. Massive paradox is all over the show. Oh, he just told that, the thing is, he can, he can pull, Yes, yes, he's a big fat for time travel. <laughs> exactly. Susan makes a great point. He just told Mara not to do that. The second recruit to his team is Dr. Thomas Strange, mm-hmm. as played by Harrison Ford, dressed as Professor Indiana Jones with his glasses and suit. Yeah. Yes. Uh, his function, his, his archetype is manly action archaeologist and a damn good man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His flavor text is, Anthony, what kind of mess have you got me into this? <laughs> <laughs> They're freaking buddies, they have to be. <laughs> Dr. Thomas Strange was recruited from Machu Picchu several years ago as the second recruit for this team, Dr. Mm. Moreau being the first. Uh, his backstory reads, Life is strange when you're a time-traveling, <laughs> presumed dead archaeologist. <laughs> <laughs> You just know with a last name, like, strange, this is going to pop up a lot. From a young man, you have led a life as a dashing action archaeologist, and there was no need to settle down after meeting the beautiful noblewoman, Amanda Strange. The two of you gained doctorates together and travelled the world, investigating the ancient mysteries of the Aztecs, the Mayans, the Incans, and other lost cultures. When I went back on this, I see that I have incredibly erroneously called Machu Picchu a stronghold of Mayans, which it isn't, it's Incans. Yeah. We debated whether it was Aztecs or Mayans, settled on Mayans, it's and were completely wrong. It's but, but you had concluded that it was all three of them mixed together as a yeah. temple there anyway. 
Uh, your life has flashed before your eyes many times, but never so much as in Machu Picchu, when Maxwell von Braun dropped a grenade into the temple ruins of Tesjuaral, the god of reincarnation. Moments before the temple collapsed, killing you, something mysterious happened. Didn't want to use the word strange. <laughs> uh, an older version of your friend, Dr. Anthony Moreau, appeared on a strange device and helped you pull Amanda to safety. She was struck on the head and seriously injured. While you and Anthony pulled her out to safety, he explained the futures he had seen. Anthony needed your help in an adventure through time and space to save the world, but was hesitant to return you to this exact moment. In one future, he explained, you woke Amanda up, stayed with her, and lent her your strength. And several years later, she would be struck down and killed by a wraith in Transylvania, having never been forced to grow and develop the strength of her own to explore the mysteries <laughs> of her arcane power. There, is no, there was no choice. Yeah. Anthony may drag you into chaos wherever he goes, but you trust him absolutely. For her sake, for the world's sake, and for the greater good, you've had to put aside your own feelings and leave your wife in the meadows of Machu Picchu with only a cat for company. You can only pray that she'll be fine, and you'll see her again in the future. She got orphaned! Also, I'm sure it was totally unintentional on your part, but Life is Strange is the name of a video game about time travel. That is not unintentional. And the catchphrase is, Life is Strange when you're a time-traveling teenage girl. I have butchered it and put it in this again. Um, Oh, no I'm familiar with all time travel <laughs> movies and games ever because I love the genre so much. It is uh, so that yeah. is the backstory of what happened to Dr. Thomas Strange. Yeah. I have actually gone back and listened to the bits of the podcast that we recorded to get this right. Yeah. This is exactly how it went down. The tunnel collapsed, Amanda got hit on the head by a rock, and when she woke up she was in a meadow with a cat. Yeah. And drew the conclusion that Tom was buried Tom's body was buried under the rubble or had disappeared or something and he'd been reincarnated as a cat. That wasn't true. They pulled you out of the tunnel, put you in the meadow, and then disappeared through time. But where did the cat come from? The cat yeah. was just, it's just a cat. <laughs> I know, yeah, but where did it come from? from? But why was there a cat? There was a cat living in the temple. Right. At the start. Right. It was just a cat living right. in Machu Picchu. Yeah, yeah, there was a cat in the backstory. Right, I, I, didn't remember, I didn't remember that. Yeah, in all fairness, this was 42 sessions ago. Uh, yeah. Because this <laughs> is the gosh. very first set session. Yeah. The second prologue was Doctor Strange's. Yeah. Uh, so Doctor Thomas Strange is a manly man. He's yeah. strong and fighty and um, skilled, has low skills in a variety of things in tomb raiding. Uh, he is primarily a fighty character. His hindrance is Code of Honor. He yeah. doesn't lie, always keeps his word, is generally honourable and an awesome dude all round. That's my husband. Uh, so he is a fighty. He is a fighty guy. as his primary skill set. Jeez, it'd be a change going from 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 smarts and no fighting to fighting and uh, no smarts. The third recruit, Jeremy Wright, mad clockwork scientist. Who oh, so four of the party had the displeasure of meeting this character, Rosemary and Yaron, thankfully didn't. Most flame text. On the one hand, I am committed to getting my revenge on Maxwell von Braun. On the other hand, the opportunity to study the chronospheric distortions effect on my own clockwork devices is unprecedented. Very well, Dr. Moreau. I'm in. Recruited from Cairo late January 1899, just after the Egyptian adventure finished. Jeremy participated in that, and then his player left the game. Uh, His backstory. Born to pure genius, you neglected everything else. Friends, exercise, and social skills (laughs) to devote your life to science and your own mental gifts. 
Uh, Jeremy's character, for your benefit, is hilariously min-maxed. Oh, he man. has got, he, he put everything up as high as he possibly could, up to D12s and skills, right. and dumped everything else. He's actually smarter than Mara. So he right. has D4 agility, D4 strength, D4 vigor, D6 spirit, and D12 smarts. So he's good at nothing but being smart. Yeah. Wow. And that's why we want to punch him in the face. No, the Clockwork Spiders from why we wanted to After Maxwell von Braun stole your prize Clockwork Adventures, you swore not to be suckered again. Dr. Anthony Moreau, an associate of yours, began painstakingly teaching you social skills. (laughs) Because after the prologue, Jan rebuilt his character so he had a D4 in empathy, the only social skill he possesses. Oh... I'm so glad you forced him to get so short. <laughs> well, Dr. Moreau was a bright man. You always wondered what sort of crippled scientist wouldn't replace his useless legs with some sort of clockwork spider arrangement. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, glad I'm not the only one who thinks that's horrible. <laughs> Nonetheless, association with him allowed you to join the strange expedition and seek your revenge. After foiling a giant mummy in Cairo, Dr. Moreau telegraphed you seeking your services. He needed an explosive expert for, as he explained, a specific job to take place in August 1899 in China to save your own expedition. His theories of time travel were preposterous, and you demanded to see the scientific proof. Dr. Moreau took you to an unpopulated area of ocean in prehistoric times to avoid any temporal contamination, but the pair of you were attacked by an enormous kraken which KO'd Moreau. Attempting to follow his disjointed notes, you learned that you needed to interact with Bernard again, who was secretly Phileas's supposedly dead brother James. You moved the time machine to the next destination, a ship in 1899, and borrowed Bernard to help you sort out the notes. Apparently your actions may have doomed history. (laughs) (laughs) Really? But any good scientist knows that anything that can be broken can be repaired. Once you aid Dr. Moreau and fix history, there'll be no need to apologize. You feel that you're really starting to work out this social skills thing. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sure people don't recall this one either. This was around episode session 10 or so. Uh, no, actually this is Bernard's, so that's after Transylvania. This would have been around session 20 or so. Um, the time machine reappeared while you were on ship to New York. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Moreau was unconscious and bleeding from what looked like tentacle attacks. And Jeremy driving it made a faff and said, I, I can't explain what's going on here, James Fogg. I mean, you're totally not Phileas's brother. Pretend I didn't say that. Get on this thing that isn't a time machine, and we need to go. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Those of you who are observant. And they, men- they mentioned something about not saying anything about Tom yes. Strange. Yes. About Tom. Yeah, Do- yeah Dr. Moreau was going, don't tell her about Tom. Because yeah. <laughs> I've had Tom's backstory in since the start of the game. Yeah. This, this should theoretically all make sense to our devoted listeners who listen to the podcast. I'm sure there's one guy in the comment section who's going to come after you. Uh, <laughs> yep, if you find paradoxes in my time privilege net, tell me, I'll be interested. Because <laughs> we haven't started mucking around in history oh yet, God. so I'm sure the players will make some, but I'm not accountable for that. <laughs> Uh, you'll if you also, don't want us to make paradoxes, don't write a time travel You will also notice in Dr. Moreau's future letter to himself, he makes no mention of picking up Bernard. He wants Bernard to stay with the expedition. <laughs> this doesn't happen because Jeremy is a time-traveling fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Jeremy's hindrance is that he is arrogant, he knows better than anyone else about everything. <laughs> Um, he is extremely mid-maxed for clockwork science and being intelligent. Um, and his special abilities are blow stuff up, 
read people's minds with clockwork spiders, because he did actually take the puppet one out before the character left. Uh, And his nerve control spiders, where he rains clockwork spiders down on people to seize their nerve endings and freeze their reactions. It's also horrible, but (laughs) slightly less um, horrible than mine. People are starting to struggle with actually teaming with this guy as Uh, a professional hero. (laughs) One of this this is actually him and Bernard are both based off the character's actual stats. Hmm. I have altered one of Jeremy's edges to something that's a bit easier to play because he's a pregen, rather than giving him gadget here, which potentially gives him every power in the book, which is not a nice thing to do to people who were just playing as a pre-gen. Uh, the fourth recruit, James Fogg, a.k.a. Bernard Pendleberry. I, I always get kind of frightened every time I hear the word Fogg. It's just like, oh, no, uh, no way. That's archetype true heir to the House of Fogg? Flavitics. Well done, Mr. Wright. Your actions may have doomed us all. <laughs> Nonetheless, we must make do with what we have. Tea? <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Recruited from a ship bound for New York late March 1899 after the Transylvania adventure just before New York started. Uh, because This is, of course, because Grant disappeared at the end of the Transylvania adventure. Yay, disappearing players. Thank you, the four players that are still here. <laughs> and Yaron, who doesn't get that credit, but hasn't disappeared yet. <laughs> Thank you for coming on board and putting up with the fact that 90% of the plot had already happened and you didn't have any idea what was going oh, on. In fairness, it was adventure... Five or six, so she's in for like the bottom third of the plot. Yeah, we'll invite you to the next campaign from the start. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, James Fogg backstory: Several years ago, your treacherous brother Phileas attempted to kill you, burning down a manor house and killing your good friend, the butler Bernard Pendlebury. Knowing that more attempts on your life would follow if you resurfaced, you assumed Bernard's identity and hid, biding your time. You've actually rather enjoyed life as a butler. Once you put your mind to it, it turns out you have a hidden talent with it. A level of skill some of your employees have described as bordering on magic. Bosh. (laughs) Your path crossed with Phileas again in the service of Lady Amanda Strange, where the wager was made and the race began. You planned to confront Phileas at some key time, disrupting his scheme utterly, but blundering tomfoolery has put a stop to this. (laughs) As Dr. Moreau has explained it, you were supposed to remain with the expedition to support them. But that imbecile Jeremy has inadvertently pulled him out of the time strip. Oh my gosh, so much shame for When all he was supposed to do was deliver a message to you quietly about the true nature of the House of Fog. Now out of your time, you're to assist Dr. Moreau and his merry band as best you can, sorting out the dreadful mess they've found themselves in. If only they had someone organised on board to begin with. Uh, Bernard's apex skills are intimidation to taunt people with his dry butler wit and super butlering, yeah. which is his arcane power. He does, in fact, have magic butler powers. Oh, yeah. Yes. His hindrance is that he is over-organized and has to spend the first round of the combat or any scene where time is of the essence organizing his things. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, his superpowers involve being a... Like, he took the arcane background to give him magic and flavoured it as super butlering, where he just always has tea on him to heal your, yeah. your shaken status at the right time. You know all those fatigue levels? Yeah. Bernard could just heal fatigue levels. Oh, it's a one-powerpoint spell for him. Yeah, so my character did not have any... Well, my, par- yeah. my character had like a D6 in healing. Yeah, when he left, I kind of... His, up, 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 his, up, up. Three, his three super butlering powers are refreshments that helps remove fatigue levels and unshake people and things. No one notices the butler that is a version of invisibility where he disguises himself and others as unessential people who are just somehow not noticed going about their business. And Grease the Wheels, 
where he always has the right tool to help you do your job on hand. <laughs> he also had a really big nice. suitcase that carried all my stuff. Yeah, he has a giant clockwork suitcase that travels around with him. I looked, took a look at his equipment shit, and he's got your harp in there. Yes, um, <laughs> Damn it! The NPCs who weren't played, I have made up their equipment. Jeremy's is transcribed exactly from his character sheet, and Bernard's is also transcribed exactly from his character sheet, including the four he or stole, five things he's he, carrying he around for Doctor Strange. all my good Nice. I still get, I caught my cat food though. I still get my cat seem food. to have the rope. Oh yes, I do. Doctor Strange's rope. Yeah. <laughs> so like in our previous campaign, we 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 got stuck in a position where we needed rope. Yeah, we totally yeah. yeah. And the f- fifth and last character, played by Raquel Weiss in a very fetching crushed leather cat suit. Cru- yeah. Crushed leather. Uh, no, it's crushed velvet blue cat suit. Um. She is the chick the, from the mummy. The super gorgeous. <laughs> um, playing Annabelle St. Clair, French, French femme fatale. Uh, Yaren, I believe you've actually met none of these characters. <laughs> I, I met her twin. Yes. yes. So, uh, she is the good twin. Her flavor text is, oui, I have met this Phileas Fogg. I have no trouble at all believing he will be a blight upon the future. For God in France, I will help you. She has been recruited from New York City, April 1899, as the last recruit. Uh, her backstory, you are a member of the DGSE, the Direction Générale de la Sécurité Extraire, the French Secret Service. Is that really what the French Secret Service that is That is the external French Secret Service, those who deal awesome. with problems in other countries. They are a real organization, this is the pulp version of them. Mad prof. Uh, you and your twin sister Emmeline trained for years in the arts of spycraft, but she turned against you in France when she decided to rebel against her orders, convinced she knew what was best for France. In what could have been a very embarrassing international incident, the strange expedition aided you in preventing the destruction of the Statue of Liberty. Emmeline escaped in the chaos again. Moments after you had said your goodbyes to the group, you turned to find a surprisingly attractive man who wasn't there a moment ago, on a strange sled, with news that France was doomed, that he needed the services of a reliable expert spy, and that the strange expedition had told him you were that woman. It was hard to believe at first, but Dr. Moreau really can travel in time, and the fate of the world depends on the strange expedition succeeding. It's not often you fail like you did in New York, both to catch Emmeline and to catch Jonathan's eye. (laughs) This adventure, you'll do better. You have to to keep the fate of the future of France and the attractive Dr. Anthony Moreau safe. Oh, okay. He's played by Jude Law. She's played by this chick. I was worried for a moment that it was my husband that she was calling attractive. It's Dr. Moreau. I found myself a mother figure. Uh, Emmeline's hindrance is obviously her enemy, her evil identical twin sister, Emmeline Sinclair. Yep. and her skill level lies in she is an average fighter she is a cat burglar spy thief uh, expert in larceny expert in stealth and a master of disguise she has exactly the same ability as you've seen Emily it's a clear manifest because the two of them use exactly the same stat block to a T oh right awesome yeah. Because they're identical twins. <laughs> of course they have the same attributes and skills. Yeah, and of course one of them's evil and one's good. Yeah. <laughs> so those are the five characters that you have available to you to divvy up to play however you like. I Dr. Moreau, she's, she's, she's Thomas Strange, Bernard, Jeremy, and Annabelle. So I believe we have a... I, I presume nobody has profound objections to Adam taking Sir, uh, Dr. Anthony Moreau? Yeah. Dr. Anthony Moreau is yours, Adam. Yeah, it was yes. two sheets. 
Yeah, yeah ones with spells. Ah, okay, yeah. The spellcasters all have two sheets. So there's, there's spells written conveniently <laughs> there so we don't have to look them up. So, Susan, I believe you wanted your husband? <laughs> Do you want Dr. Thomas Strange? I, I'm okay if somebody else wants to have him, but I'll play him. Alright. Um, no, my, my interest is in either Bernard or Annabelle. Bell, I'm most probably most interested in Bernard. Um, I'm gonna take Annabelle because I kind of I met this character, so I yeah. kind of know yep. her. So. <laughs> you met yeah. sister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know any other characters, but yeah. I know yeah. her. They, they are nice. all kind of broad up though. So she's the hot French spy, basically. Yeah, yeah. Susan, we'll which see. I'm sure you can do a good French accent. You know how my stats used job. to match yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now they match up the morals. But she's kind of loose, loosely a policeman, more spy than you. No, but she's got. Uh, I'll point out these are all uh, 20 XP characters. They are all significantly less XP than the Strange Expedition because they have not done the awesome year of adventuring that you have. Yeah. It also prevents them being too complicated. Yep. Okay, so I have three left. James yeah. Fogg, Jeremy Wright, and Dr. Thomas Strange. So you wanted Bernard? I, I was interested in Bernard, yeah, but what's Bernard? Miriam's interest? I'll, I'll take Jeremy. Yep. I'll suffer through it. Yeah. <laughs> you can have Captain Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> I remember him in the I, I was actually tempted to change his as, to, yeah. to change his hindrance to something that penalised his charisma, but um, <laughs> I have left it as it is. How did you pick, find such a perfect picture for him? I just uh, want to the, by the face. Yeah, looking <laughs> on the internet for a clockwork asshole. <laughs> I can I can play the dick if you would like if you would if you feel an attachment to Bernard. You you sound so sad. I'm yeah. I'm sad because I've I've played Vinyan and you have to make a character and so played it my Well you can have to you're, strange yeah. you are you are welcome to have improved his social skills and his personality by the time you get to the actual adventure here. Uh, Bernard? Yeah, I get to be English. <laughs> and Dr. Thomas Strange. I'm just better at Action archaeologist. Um, the other, the other half of the, the equation. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's the exact opposite of Amanda. Yes, he Amanda. is the exact opposite of Amanda. Dr. Moreau will be reasonably similar to Mara. He's a smart spellcaster who's not that good a physical combatant. Jeremy will be completely different to John. Yeah. He's, yep. He's been maxed out the wizard. He is really good at what he does, which is massive area effect damage. Can I read that letter, please? I want yep, to re-read yep. that part uh, about this, Mara. This is for you, anyway. <laughs> yes. The part about Mara is actually on Doctor Strange's character, Doctor Moreau's character sheet. So, what is it? Major hindrance, code of honor. Yeah, yeah. I have, um, like I did with the shades pregens, I have given them either one major or two minor hindrances just to yeah. make them simpler to play. Yeah. I was just how how would it become a, um, a major hindrance? That's all. It's probably not likely to be a massive one over the course of this adventure. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. But so. essentially, you know, Doctor Strange, Doctor Thomas Strange is, you know, a good man yeah. in amongst some very good men because he's a pulp hero. Yeah. But he's a good man for a pulp hero. Yeah. So unlike Jonathan, who's a good man, who's a pulp hero, but he's a bit greedy and a bit shifty and that sort of thing. Thomas Strange is all manly, good alone. Honest, 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 boy scout. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, he has a fighting um, spear. Among other things, the major thing that Hindrance is doing for him is he can't go back on his word to help Dr. Moreau. Yeah. So he, he has to live with the consequences of having fallen out of history and missed his wife for 12 years. Mm. Which is a pretty damn big, um, yeah. a pretty damn big impel to start with. So he's already taken his, his Hindrance. Pretty much. His Hindrance is what drove him into the plot. Ooh. 
Man, 12 years. Yeah, yeah. it's a long time, eh? Yeah. Yeah, uh, he was recruited several years ago. I believe the letter calls it um, 18... It's, it's about 10 or 11 years, somewhere around Right, there. ouch. Yeah. But it's necessary to preserve the future. Mm-hmm. I'm almost at Morales' level of time travel knowledge. <laughs> But it, it'll actually work out quite well because, you know, men die sooner than women. Yeah. So missing that year will actually even them up nicely. Yeah. Plus then Amanda can be married to, you know, a young Amanda. <laughs> he's gonna stay he's gonna stay young and good looking. Yeah. Because he looks like Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah, Harrison Ford looks pretty good. <laughs> so that is Doctor Moreau's excellent adventure. Those are your pre gens. The adventure is the list of six things you have to do, some of which will be pretty quick and small, some of which will be longer. I vaguely expect this to take two to three sessions, but given how these things roll out, that's probably four. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nothing wrong with that. And having resolved all of that, we will then cut back into the main characters. Um. And you will only find out the fate of these guys after we've done that one. Speaking of which, isn't uh, next week the first week of the month? No. No? It's the last. It's Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. And it's not the one that has the life drawing. Okay. Life yeah. drawing would technically be in November. If anyone wants me to run an annual horror game for Halloween, I would be more than happy to, Ooh. but I assume no one does. No, thank you. We have the shades. Yeah. It's, 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 it's <laughs> we not, play the shades. It's not, not my... Yeah. It's not my... And we've done three genre. sessions of the shades anyway. <laughs> This was the in, in Transylvania. They ran across a problem they couldn't solve. Players were invested in solving. So oh. I pre-generated a bunch of magically inclined Transylvanian monster fighters to go fight the monster. Oh, okay. And we did a separate side adventure. And the podcast just cuts out halfway through the recording and comes in, do not adjust your listening device. <laughs> the Shades. You are listening to the story of The Shades. <laughs> nice. Um, technically, the, the next oh, Dr. Sketchy would be December. But I don't know whether or not they'd have it on December. Mm. So, yeah, December's tricky. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, that is Dr. Moreau's excellent adventure upcoming. Any questions about what it is you're looking at, what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Nope. Pretty good. The, the characters so, should all be pretty yeah. playable. Oh, too. Um, uh, what's our hero point? Same as any yeah. three base. You don't have to do one. <laughs> None of them have good, particularly good or bad luck. Yeah. yeah. I obviously roll D6 with all of these rolls. Yeah, well. yeah that is. Yes, unsurprisingly, they're all wild cards. They're all full-blown pulp heroes. They're just um, less experienced than your guys. Well done, Mr. Wright. Your actions may have doomed us all. Nonetheless, we must make do with what we, we have. Tea. Tea. Oh, dear lords, he has a blade umbrella. Yes. In a wheelchair. I've yes. got a blade umbrella, too. But are you in a wheelchair? The gentleman's mm-hmm. device. <laughs> I have a spear. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of. I, I, I love Bernard, but I'm kind of looking at him and remembering how much effort I put into trying to get Grant to, you know, change him up a bit and yep. give him some fighting powers. Bernard sucks in combat. Yeah. Um, Jeremy does one thing really well yep. in combat, which is massive area effect death. Yeah. yeah. Um, Annabelle is moderate, but is not a primary yeah. combatant. Yeah. Doc Moreau is actually moderate thanks to his weird aging aura power. Which makes him kind of nasty. I wouldn't be surprised um, if he was better than Mark. He's not terribly tough. And Dr. Thomas Strange is tough, strong, manly, has a long weapon with reach, has an. Uh, how the hell do you. Oh, this is going to be a refreshing view. Yeah, it's like he's the total opposite of my character. Yeah. 
I assume you as players all know what Dilatil is, of course. It's a throwing dagger. No, it's not. What is it? Well, I don't it's, know what it it's is. It's like a giant sling that throws darts. Oh, you roll over your head like this and go, woof. Yeah. Alright. Uh, what's the, the pitch? The pitch? Pitch. I have a pitch. Oh, uh, because he's a manly action archaeologist, he doesn't carry a lantern for his light. He carries a flaming, burning torch. And so pitch, pitch is, is what you cover you it with that it's makes pitch. it light fire. Pitch, oh, okay, pitch it's a flaming is... torch and pitch is the whole assembly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He has pitch, a lot... is, pitch is some black stuff you smear on the torch and then you set oh, it on Oh, okay, light. that kind of pitch, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Essentially, he has a basic light source. It's just being a manly archaeologist, he doesn't carry something sissy that is not fire. <laughs> Because when he, whenever you go through the ancient tomb, you have the flaming torch. You yeah, don't yeah, use yeah, flash yeah you, don't, you don't see those what guys hang <laughs> Yeah, Dr. Moreau, who has divination, he can ask himself in the future <laughs> questions about the plot. I'm, I'm just terrified for Mara, because when we get back and everything's all over, I know a bad is going to blab. <laughs> She's well, going to blab tomorrow, isn't well, it, she? It can't be too bad, Myron. How many times do you say you use the watch? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if well, the internet cares to add it up for us, she can tell us how many time paradoxes we've generated by pulling things out of time. Amanda doesn't know yet that you're not meant to use it that much. But she will talk tomorrow... And he's going to explain time travel to her, and then she's going to figure it out. Yes, yes. On, the, on the other hand, Thomas will be as big a blabber as Amanda, so he will turn around and tell you all about what Dr. Moreau was doing over the last year. And you will really? <laughs> it's being played by the same character. Literally, you mad spam the time travel, and it will turn out he's... So basically, the whole strange family is just a bunch of marking jerks. <laughs> yeah, and, right. the, uh, and the... Um, yeah, uh, and the um, Dr. Moreau and the Dr. Moreau research team is a bunch of people who say don't meddle with vague time and then spam time travel magic like it's time travel science like it's going out of fashion although it is like a, a Doctor Who has taught us that it is of course exactly how time travel is rolled that they say hey you must never ever meddle in time yeah, and, and then proceed to do it all yeah. over the show and then they time like it's going out of fashion now remember you must never ever do this Unless you're me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, the doctor line is, you cannot rewrite history. Not one line. I, 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 lo- I love the line from uh, Ben 10. And then, like, every episode of Doctor Who violated that. There's a, um, I, I can't remember the word, where you have a character who's be- been based off another character. An homage? Yeah. There's a Doctor Who homage. Yeah, there's a in, big pack of them here. Yeah, there's a Doctor Who homage in um, the cartoon Ben 10. And one of his best lines, which I love, is only fools and immortals deal with time travel. <laughs> oh, Susan, you know you think you, you were saying that about, like, is the, is the company still in business about Western Union? Yeah. Dad was telling me about this thing in, um, somewhere in the UK where, um, they, ow, no, I think it might have been in Australia. Anyway, they dug up this bit of a steam engine. Right? They dug up the steam engine and they, they brushed it off and they, they tried to clean it up and tried to try to get it going again. It turned out it was missing one part. So they they took a look on the uh, on the thing and wrote, wrote a letter to the company asking them about, you know, uh, did, did they have any idea how how they could get their hands on the part. And the company looked at the, looked looked up the steam engine and said, "Oh yeah, it, it's still under warranty." 
warrant? Oh, what? <laughs> it had a hundred year warranty. Holy shit! And a hundred years wasn't yeah. up, so they went and got they went and got a they went and got a a, a mold off the shelf, and they made them the part, and they sent it to them for free because the engine engine was still under warranty. I, I love it when companies do that. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> the fact that they checked if it was on the mold. The fact that they still have the bowls. Yes. That is our, our six adventures done, and then wacky side wacky side adventure, and yep. then grand finale. Woohoo! Wow, it's most wondrous. Yeah, it continues. Dun dun dun. <laughs>